If you like these types of stories and want more content please go to the link in the description and buy me a coffee to support the podcast so I can get super caffeinated and awake to pump out the content. I honestly need a new computer for better sound editing and a microphone so you can hear my beautiful voice. If you are unable to do so I completely understand. Just sharing this podcast everywhere you can is so appreciated. I truly appreciate you and let's do this. There is a fork in the road that's approaching you and you can stay on the path which curves to the left by denying the existence of Satanism in the fullness that you've been shown. Or you can surrender to the truth and take the right hand path. Now where that road could lead is the sweetest risk you'll ever take. Are you still pretending that this one-hour religion of Freemasonry isn't Luciferianism? See this here is the biggest obstacle you'll ever face. The very thing that could lead you to the prize is the very thing that will keep you from it. The reality of international Satanism. In the shadow of Christianity, Satanism has always been there. With every church that sprung up, so did its invisible enemy, the Satanic Church. Growing out of sight and out of mind from this to this. And Christianity has long been deprived of its power, as clearly demonstrable by the absolute lack of preaching against the institution of Freemasonry. Satanism's magic cloak, Satanism's magic trick, that's Freemasonry. And how they are laughing for now. So Freemasons are now are at the helm of the power structure of society, which means Satanism rules. And they're making their move for the new order of the ages. Are you that besotted by this evil world that you'll even deny the existence of secret societies? And what about the American president, John Kennedy? Was he just a nut job like me? Warning us about an international secret society with an international secret plot. A Freemason trying to tell you and the world about Freemasonry. Shot through the head. I've shown you who they are. I've shown you how they successfully operate with degrees of initiations and horrific and illegal oaths of secrecy. And I've shown you why they are a secret society. I've proven it to you. And only now that I've done that, I can show you in this many minutes what the shocking new order that Freemasonry has so cautiously been guiding us toward actually looks like. And of course, you won't believe that either. By now, there's a 98.5% chance that you belong to the world. And in that case, the world can do, will do, and is doing whatever the hell it wants to do with you. And when all you have is the world, you'll do anything to hold on to it. Christian or not, most of you will follow this world straight to the slaughterhouse in the name of peace, safety, and progress clinging to it because all you love is inside it blissfully ignoring people like me warning you of who's really in charge of it men women actors singers businessmen and politicians all interlocked whose god is named lucifer you've seen it with your own eyes but now you can hear it with your own ears from this 33 degree freemason in person just in case the Masonic literature wasn't enough for you.
Take the final Lucifer for me. Pure, virtuous, wholesome, innocent individual that's out to help people. Lucifer is? Yeah. Lucifer, say that again. Lucifer is a pure, holy... Virtuous. Virtuous. Now, see the Lucifer that God created? That's the same one. Oh, man, this is great. I'm going to put this on the Internet. Oh, uh, bless you, Amen. brother. Because that's exactly what the Shriners and Masons teach, is that Lucifer, Lucifer is light. No. And you're, what you're about those hospitals? Jesus said, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did not we did not do these good deeds in your name? And you'll say, away from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Jesus said, in Matthew chapter 5. You've been bred from childhood to fall for the biggest lie ever told, that Satan doesn't exist. And if Satan doesn't exist, well, then neither does Jesus. And while your heroes, heroes and idols, know full well that they do exist. And when I say you've been bred from childhood, I mean just that. Walter Disney was a high-ranking Freemason. He is a Masonic stamp dedicated to him, and his very exclusive Club 33, which stands for the 33 degrees of Freemasonry. And who's the god of the 33rd degree Freemason, Walt Disney? Well, Walter hides the answer in plain sight, because that's what Freemasons do. Firstly, the God of Mr. Disney is wicked. See how they veil evil with a cloak of innocence? What does the word veil itself conceal? Secondly, Walter's God is horny, symbolized by the horned God of the witches. And we all know Walt Disney loves magic, which is witchcraft. So the depictions of sex are hidden in plain sight as well. Remember, lust produces life, not love. So lust is purity. Lust is love for the high degree Freemason. And thirdly, he hides the number of his God's name in the open as well. No, no, that's not a triple six he's seeing interwoven in the design. That would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? Not even when they separate the sixes from the name all three of them, and place them together for you like this, in plain sight? No, not even then will people see. Do you think things are any better 50 years later? Here's the eye of Lucifer in the, in the Nickelodeon channel, and his lightning flash. Remember what they actually believe about Satan. From Freemason Helena Blavatsky's book, The Secret Doctrine, meaning the secret belief, who is Satan? He is the angel who was proud enough to believe himself God, brave enough to buy his independence at the price of eternal suffering and torture, beautiful enough to have adored himself in full divine light, strong enough to still reign in darkness amidst agony. Helena Blavatsky is suggested as recommended reading by the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry right here. And the Grand Pontiff of Universal Freemasonry, speaking of Lucifer, Satan, and the Devil, on page 407, writes that, To the initiate, the Devil is the instrument of liberty or free will. That's who Lucifer is to them, okay? To show you how little you know of who you're dealing with, and the extent of this religion's influence and power, not to mention their plans, let me jump ahead for a minute. Watch this. This is Lucius Trust, 
The Lucius Trust is a non-for-profit service organization incorporated in the United States in 1922. And their objective from Lucius Trust website, dedicated to the establishment of a new and better way of life for everyone in the world based on the fulfillment of the divine plan for humanity. The divine plan. A new way of life. Like a new world system. Like a new order. Now you want to see who they work for? The Lucius Trust has consultative status with the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations. The United Nations, the UN. They consult the United Nations of the world. They advise the United Nations of the world. Now look at this. The Lucius Trust's publishing company was founded in the early 1920s as Lucifer Publishing Company. The Lucius Trust says that the name was probably chosen to honor Lucifer. What on earth does a modern day consultant to the most powerful and progressive force engaged in uniting all nations under one banner, the UN, have to do with the fallen angel of the Holy Bible? The one that Jesus Christ told us would manifest on earth as a world ruler to deceive the whole world into a new world system. Yes, that angel. Why on earth would they honor that angel? Well, that's easy. They were founded by Freemasons. Incorporated into the United States by Alice Bailey and her husband, Foster. Well, here's a book written by Foster the Freemason, The Spirit of Freemasonry, published by Lucius Press, also known as Lucifer Publishing. And one last thing. If you dig a little, you'll find an article on their website, The Esoteric Meaning of Lucifer on a modern company website with consultative powers to the United Nations of all things. Wow, I really hope you're seeing this. In the article it states that the Baileys had enormous respect for H.P. Blavatsky, who stated in her renowned occult book, The Secret Doctrine, on page 245 in a chapter called Holy Satan. It is Satan who was the God of our planet and the only God. Then the article goes on to say that the Baileys sought to elicit a deeper understanding of the sacrifice made by Lucifer. Everything has been reversed. Evil is good. Jesus is the enemy. And Lucifer sacrificed himself for you, not Jesus Christ. The one who washed the feet of his disciples and the only one they fear. Modern progressive atheists do not influence world events, people. Satanists do. Remember the goal of the Lucius Trust? The fulfillment of the divine plan for humanity. Yeah, the divine plan exposed by Jesus Christ in the Gospels. Hence their war on the Bible and the abolition of it from the school system and even from modern Christian churches who dare not preach from the book of Revelation. Your most highly evolved and contemporary leaders of, of society secretly believe that in the theosophical perspective, the descent of these solar angels was not a fall into sin or disgrace, but rather an act of great sacrifice. They believe in the fallen angels and their revolt against God, as revealed in the Bible, led by the devil, the chief commander of Freemason Bob Dylan, remember? These people make contact with these fallen angels, with the royal art of Freemasonry called witchcraft. Please stick around. Let me show you that. How many solar angels 
does the Bible say followed Lucifer out of this heaven, heavenly realm? A third of the angels makes 33%. Does that number sound familiar yet? 33 degrees of Freemasonry. Just a coincidence? From the Gospels again, which expose these people every time. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels and who has access to some visionary world beguile you, trick you of your reward. You still don't believe that the false humility of the charitable fraternity of the Freemasons is behind it all? Well, Blavatsky also published a magazine called Lucifer with a woman named Annie Besant. And here's a letter written by Annie herself with the official Masonic letterhead. And here Annie signs off as a 33rd degree Freemason. Printed also on the left-hand corner, Annie Besant, 33rd degree, and a member of the Supreme Council. Undeniable and undisputable, please don't make me prove it to you over and over. Have you caught a glimpse of who you're dealing with yet? They're all Freemasons, high ranking. And they're all buffeted by a plethora of Masonic dupes who don't know any of this because they can't decipher the symbols and they don't care to try. They're proud and boastful and defensive of their beloved fraternity in which they get to rub shoulders with the most important people of their suburbs, cities and towns and in which they got on their knees to take blood oaths of death, calling other old decrepitated men worshipful master, yet still they think it's innocent and has nothing to hide. Delusional and lost, almost beyond hope. Some of them still think it's a Christian organisation, just like the founder of the, the Satanic Church described. What do you get when you carefully conceal Satanism with Christianity? You get Freemasonry. People, Satanism is at the core of our world and it is behind the new order that will be implemented soon enough. It will be all done through deception. You'll be tricked. Remember how I told you that the all-seeing eye sees that we're in hell? Well, the massive witch and Freemason Helena says so right here. Satan is the minister of God, Lord of the seven mansions of Hades, the angel of the manifest worlds. Hades means hell, manifest worlds means earth. This is who you're dealing with. This is the religion and the beliefs of the rich, powerful and famous. And yes, politicians. Do you want to go back to sleep? You can sleep after this? Well, wait till I show you what they're going to do to you, coming up in this many minutes. For those who simply refuse to believe that Bono or Scott Morrison or Prince can be Luciferians because they all go to church. Let me show you another Masonic ritual they do. And this is before Satanism or Luciferianism is revealed to the candidate. And then you tell me if Bono or Scott are capable of secretly believing in Lucifer. It all starts here with the Masonic apron. Different kinds signifying different grades. Have you guessed what it's hiding yet? The genitals. Pretty obvious. Like everything else they hide, once you can see. The genitals are the true working tools of a mason. Freemasonry is foundationally a sex cult, like Satanism. Because it all starts with sex, doesn't it? Life itself starts with sex. 
So the mystical force of the true God of Freemasonry hides in the hidden part of the human body. That's the Holy of Holies covered by the Masonic apron, the seat of God, the seat of Lucifer. See, he was Satanist King Domin's artwork. The eye is attached to the horn God. But look at where the eye starts from the waist down. That's where the apron of a mason begins. And the one eye of Freemasonry is also the one eye of the penis, where life generates and springs forth. See the openly hidden secret of the Masonic square and compass now? You're looking at the sex act. That's the female in missionary position, and that's the male mounting her. The sex act. And the eye in the middle, with these emanating rays, is the orgasm and the ejaculation of the penis. See life shooting forth. That's how they see the sun and the earth too. The sun is the visible penis of their true God, shooting forth life continually. The light itself is the mystical sperm of the God of this world. The sun and penis generate life, while the earth and female womb produce life. The letter G, when replacing the I in the middle of the square and compass, stands for generation, sexual generation. The practical aspect of Freemasonry and Satanism's religion is that of a sex cult. You see Rod Stewart telling you he's a Freemason by displaying the hidden hand of Freemasonry, also known as the master of the second veil, and look at his other hand, taking the Masonic apron's place for covering his penis, which is the Holy of Holies, the seat of God for the Mason, and from the Grand Pontiff of Freemasonry, Albert Pike. Hence the significancy of the phallus the penis, or of its inoffensive substitute, the obelisk, straight from the horse's mouth. The erect penis graces us, or should I say disgraces us, with its presence in every country in the world, marking its territory, the Masonic obelisk, in our face, everywhere, making its bold statement, yelling, screaming in silence. This is another reason why we're considered the ignorant and stupid masses Another example of hidden in plain sight. And here's an erect penis on the front page of the female Freemasonry magazine, The Eastern Star. I once stood in front of this obelisk in Sydney and I must have asked 30 people what they thought it was. Not a single one of them knew. To the Freemasons of the higher degrees, the whole universe is in fact one giant and continuous sex act. This is the structure of Freemasonry. You can take this path to the top or this path. And way up here, you have the order of the mystic shrine. The mystic shrine is what's found behind the Masonic apron because that's where life comes from. That's the mystic shrine. You have to be a 32nd degree Freemason to be asked to join the order of the mystic shrine. And then once you're inside, you can be invited to join this order, the Royal Order of Jesters. See Freemasonry is like Russian dolls. And Satanism is at its center. Look at some of the pins and the pell designs for the Order of the Jesters. You can only join them unless you're at least a 32nd degree Freemason. Sex and debauchery. Erections. The adoration of the phallus. Masturbation. Devils, demons, fallen angels, 
this one here, mocking holiness, reference to the anus, and sodomy, anything to mock the Bible. This disgusting one has King Momus sitting on a female's face, and hidden in plain sight is the square and the compass, for those who have eyes to see. Bestiality, yes indeed. This bagpipe player has an erection, and the sheep is running away scared. Self-explanatory. This one, this character has an emphasized eye, if you can see that, and the skull has an emphasized eye also. The wink, and the one eye of the Indian. And the secrecy, the symbols of secrecy. On the far right here, the monkey covers his groin area, symbolizing the Masonic apron. And the black and white dogs, well, they symbolize the checkered floorboard of the Masonic lodge, which is sexualized male and female principles. The horned god, where evil and good don't exist. And in the first degree, Masons are given a Bible stamped with a square and compass, oblivious to the inherent mockery and the foundation of the whole fraternity, as alluded to here with a genuine royal order of jester's private lapel. This is a certificate that a jester receives after his initiation, and you see here their patron is named King Momus, and he was a god, or a daemon, which is a variant of the word demon, who was expelled from heaven, as the legend goes. Sounds just like Lucifer, because it is. Did Freemasonry disassociate themselves from the tax-exempt branch of Freemasonry known as the Jesters? Well, no, they didn't. Because, I mean, this is rare footage of an event within, within the Lodge. Now, I'm sorry about the quality of this, but this is a Masonic Lodge. So for Masons that want to say that the Jesters are contrary to Masonry, well, look. Look at these dirty old men. Masters of the Lodge with sublime morals, all married, probably all have daughters and granddaughters, yet still this, inside the lodge. But for you it should be obvious, because you can see the square compass, the sex act, and the all-seeing eye right in the middle. I told you that Satanism was the oldest religion in the world, and it is. The sex act was ritualized and organized as a religion before we called it Satanism. But Satan has always been the god, the horny god, the horned god of these sex cults. All of them, from Samaria to Egypt to Greece and so on, that's called, that's called paganism. And the real Bible of the Freemasons and the pagans, the one not written by hand, the one that's older than any book, the one that supersedes all the rest in age, thus making it the purest and most unadulterated word of God in the eyes of the Freemasons, is nature. Nature is their Bible. And before you think there's nothing wrong with that, wait a second, because you're not thinking straight. Ask a Mason whether he be a first degree or a 33rd degree. What is Freemasonry? And the universal go-to answer is this. A peculiar system of morality, veiled in allegory and illustrated by symbols. Now, why would you need to veil your morals? Because in their peculiar system, evil is good and good is evil. 
That's Satanism 101. A peculiar system of morals. That should tell you something. That should tell you everything. Why would your morals need to be a secret? Because their deeds are in fact evil. Glorifying the laws of nature where cruelty and self-obsession obsession are virtuous characteristics. That's nature. Nature is as cruel as she is kind. The checkered floorboard where everything is legal. It's Christianity that lives in reverse. The first shall be last. Love your enemies. The meek shall inherit the earth. These are unholy and unnatural concepts in the eyes of visible nature. The nature of Freemasonry, which is Satanism. What the Freemasons really mean by this morality veiled in allegory is that they're allowed to steal because nature allows it. They're allowed to kill because nature allows it. They're allowed to commit adultery because nature isn't monogamous. They're allowed to lie, indulge in all their God-given senses, especially sexual, because nature encourages it as long as no one finds out. Under oath, Jesus said, narrow is the road that leads to life and broad is the road that leads to destruction. The Freemason of the century says, no true Mason can be narrow for his lodge is the divine expression of all broadness because broad are the divine laws of nature. While they glorify those laws, Christianity breaks those laws. It becomes supernatural because only then can you love your enemy. And so it goes that Christianity is despised by Freemasonry, the real Freemasons, because their Bible is nature. And by nature, they know the personality traits of their God, Satan, because he's the God of this world, just as the Freemasons, the enemies of mankind say that he is. And just like Jesus said he was too. So they believe that Jesus is evil because he denies human nature and burdens us with the knowledge of sin. Observable nature, that's what guides the Mason's ethics and the Mason's morals. That's why they're called free Masons. Believe you me, because they're free from moral obligations, free from sin, from guilt. They're free from Jesus Christ. These people are introducing this new system of the world, this new age. You're going to miss Christianity when it's gone. Mark my words. Because you have no rights in the eyes of nature, which is the Bible of Freemasonry and Satanism. And soon that will become painfully plain as a fact of life. Now, please, I give you fair warning of what's to come in this presentation. It's very disturbing, or at least it should be. But cause to celebrate follows the disgusting things you're about to see. This is precisely where my own life and well-being come into danger. So let me say this right now. If you hear of my sudden death or of my possession of half a kilogram of cocaine or child porn or my overdose or my suicide, remember this video. And if something so unfortunate should happen to me, may it serve as a catapult to you and as a remembrance of the conclusion to this presentation, which is this many minutes away. Do I really think they're going to make me pay for this video for breaking my oaths? Well, seeing as people are so far gone, lost in the illusion that secret societies have constructed around you and inside you, and seeing as they can simply pull this video down, close my account and whatnot, no, I don't think they'll come after me. But if they do, let me say this to the Grand Lodge that orders my demise right now. Jesus wins.
So in saying all that, here we go. Is Scott Morrison a Satanist? I'll let you answer that. Here is a ritual that Scott and every Freemason from this guy to this girl have performed. There is one Masonic apron you'll never see being worn. This one. And when I bumped into it, I thought it was a fake. Until I found this in Richardson's Monitor Freemasonry. Official Masonic literature written for Masons only on this page. What is that head doing there? You'll find out in a sec. Let's read the description of the apron worn in this degree. Speaking of the initiates, it states, They wear white aprons sprinkled with blood red and lined and bordered with black. On the flap of the apron, a bloody arm holding a dagger, and on the apron, a bloody arm holding a bloody head by the hair. Now this is why there's an illustration of a decapitated head. And this is going to become to a bone-chilling conclusion. So during this ritual, the candidate removes the blindfold and discovers a basin of water with a tumbler beside it. He's also astonished to find a human head lying on the floor. The master of ceremonies returns and directs the candidate to take up the knife in his right hand and the head in his left. Yes, this pope, this rock star, this pop star, this actor, this actress, and this beloved Prime Minister. This is what they've done. All of them, hands down. And you thought all you needed to be is talented to succeed? No, you need to belong to the secret society called Freemasonry. And believe me, when you belong to them, you belong to them. Now you tell me, can these people end up believing in Lucifer? Is that really a stretch? Carrying around a bloody head? Swearing to have your brain cooked, tongue torn out from the roots if you ever reveal anything? No, the stretch is that you think they couldn't believe in Lucifer. That's the stretch. Lucifer, the one who sets you free, remember, from sin by sinning. Can you now see the bloody spirit of Freemasonry lurking behind the veneer of charity and the veneer of Christianity? Because Scott Morrison goes to church, apparently. The Pope is a Christian, apparently. But look at these people. So-called Christians, all Christians, gathered around a giant erect phallus in the middle of the Catholic Square. This is Freemasonry, the demolition of morals, the creation of hypocrisy, and the demolition of true virtue. These minds are directing the future. Now, to be fair, I don't know if these heads are real heads. I never got that far to find out. But I will tell you this. All the skulls they use are, they're real. All the skeletons they use are, they're real. And they run every single noteworthy funeral home in Australia and the world. I know that personally and for a fact. Once again, you are only seeing the tip of the iceberg because I can't bring myself to tell you about what I really know of the rituals that come after the 33rd degree Freemasonry. For as much as they celebrate life in various grotesque ways, they also celebrate death in ritual form. Which are the things I can't speak of to you? They have to celebrate death in order to prove that they can see things through the all-seeing eye. 
the one that sees above evil and above good the checkered floorboard where things kill each other to live where life is cruel where morals are broad there is no sin there is only nature see these masonic rituals are designed to desensitize the candidate further and further in preparation for the raw truth of satanism the truth which is plainly stated by the grand pontiff of universal freemasonry lucifer is the light bearer and that you should doubt it not from their own literature and from their own mouths until finally the candidate's introduction into the royal art of freemasonry witchcraft the ancient craft why do you think that witchcraft has disappeared it never disappeared it was hidden forced to go into hiding by the appearance of jesus on the human scene another reason why he's passionately hated and soon him and his ways will be done away with in this new world and so will your rights you still don't believe me you're still doubting all the evidence like the freemasons are counting on you to doubt well remember from the encyclopedia of american religions the continuing impact of speculative modern freemasonry provided fertile soil in which new magical orders could grow watch this two-minute clip i can vouch for every single thing you hear come from the former mason's mouths in the initiation in freemasonry we had to be recommended by another mason well, in order to join witchcraft you have to be first screened you have to be recommended by somebody currently in witchcraft well when i was initiated i was blindfolded and bound by a rope and on your bare chest was thrust the point of a spear in witchcraft we were initiated through a uh, a very involved ritual uh initiation ceremony uh wherein the uh candidate was led uh, blindfolded, uh, bound by a rope uh, to the edge of uh, the uh, magic circle. And the rope is around your neck and your lid forward. And up front, at the eastern end of the building, is a person who's a worshipful master. And you kneel down before him as if he were a god. You were met uh, by the uh, high priest or high priestess uh, at that time, usually with a sword. Uh, to your chest. When I went to enter the lodge, a sharp object was put to my left breast, and I was warned that should I reveal any of the secrets of Freemasonry uh, to know what to expect. When you're presented before the high priest, a sword is held against your chest, and you actually take a blood oath, promising to remain faithful to the secrets of witchcraft. Well, when you are in the room, this um blindfold is taken away from you and this is a time when they say that you're coming from darkness into light during the initiation ceremony the the initiate is led by the lieutenant of the uh, high priest and is challenged at the edge of the circle by someone saying who goes there and the answer is one from the world of darkness in masonry the prayers are ended with so motive me oh and one of the other aspects of uh, or distinctives of the craft was that we would always end any spell or ritual 
where we release the power, this is where the power was released with the word so mote it be. By now this should sound like a stupid question, but why do you think that the initiation ceremonies into witchcraft are almost identical to that of Freemasonry? I'm not even going to answer that. Come on, people. Wake up with me. Here's Colin Minogue, a Freemason, okay? Hidden hand of Freemasonry and the one-eye symbolism of the god of her religion. Now, here she is giving the vow of silence. But what the masses fail to see is what's written on the book she's holding. Witchcraft. The royal art of Freemasonry. This is what her vow of silence is referring to in the picture. Yes, Kylie Minogue is a witch. And if you're still that deluded by the magic wand that is television, entertainment, movies, media and whatnot, then you'll no doubt fail to use the incredible eyes that God gave you from which to see the real world with, the evil world, where Satanists are at the helm. The ban on witchcraft was only officially lifted in England in the 50s, after more than 1,500 years. So that tells you who's in control now. And when I give you a glimpse into witchcraft in a minute, you'll see why it's evil. And why it should be anything but legal. Even when using it for, for so-called good. Because the well they draw from is poisoned. But thanks to propaganda, the craft of the witch has been absorbed into the realm of fantasy. Justin Timberlake here is also referring to magic in this cover art with the all-seeing eye looking through the number of their god. Magic. Magic is a much smoother and more acceptable word than witchcraft, that other word. That word still retains its ferociousness, its true character. But that word has been sterilized. That word isn't real to you anymore. You can't feel it for what it really is. Or if you do, your mind has isolated it, confined it to some small groups of unimportance scattered here and there over this diverse world. And so it's nothing to be feared or concerned about. But that's the furthest thing from the truth. Now, some witches want to say that witchcraft isn't Satanism. That's either more delusion or misdirection, as confirmed here by Anton LaVey in the Companion to the Satanic Bible when speaking of the followers of the Witchcraft, not Satanism school. He writes very accurately that they cannot afford to admit to an affinity with anything that bears the name Satan. He knows where the power of witchcraft comes from. Now, does that mean that Justin Timberlake is a Satanist because of his symbolism and the use of his word alluding to witchcraft in his artwork? Well, yes, actually, that's correct. He is. Here's a quote from, his, one, of his, from one of his songs. You want to see who else is in good company with these famous idols? Suzanne Atkins. Same sign, same religion, Satanism. Do they all have to admit it in the English language for you to believe me? Or can the symbols they use finally be enough for you? Look at what another legendary Freemason, Arthur E. Waite, states. Out of evil comes good. And the confusion of tongues gave rise to the ancient practice of masons conversing without the use of speech. Out of evil comes good, so it's good to do evil. That's what he's saying. See, I'm trying to include you into the conversation that the Freemasons are having with each other in public via symbolism, unbeknownst to you. 
Listen to what famous U.S. footballer Tom Brady said regarding his wife. So, man, I listen to her. And right after the game, she said, see, I did a lot of work. You do your work, I do mine. She said, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch. Well, this is Tom Brady. And this is his wife. Both initiated into the secret society. Of course they are. Wait, she's not displaying the one-eye symbol of the Freemasons, is she? Uh, that's just art, isn't it? Well, no, it's not. She's a witch, and her husband just told you she was. Here's Steve Miller's front cover to the famous song Abracadabra. And he covers his eye, because he's a member of the one-eyed religion. And Abracadabra is a legitimate word used in witchcraft. Here it is in the 100-year-old Encyclopedia of Freemasonry. Why would the word abracadabra be in the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry, the fraternity that runs charities, hospitals, nursing homes, and that secretly supply us with popes, presidents, prime ministers, kings and queens, and the bulk of our entertainers? Why? You know, I really think it's time to show you what the Satanists dressed as Freemasons are going to do to you and the world to finally establish their new world, their utopia. And this is going to be the segue into that. This is my last practical example of Freemasonry's satanic roots. And then I'll close this presentation with the most shocking thing you'll see or hear. You probably won't care, but to the precious few who remain, I will send you off with the greatest and most beautiful shock of all. This is Jay-Z inside his Masonic Lodge. You can see the Masons in aprons in front of him. This is where Jay-Z takes his sick oaths of silence, kneels down in front of other men and calls them Most Worshipful Master. An appalling title to give to a man on this planet. Jay-Z the Freemason writes songs like this. This one's called Lucifer. And in Empire State of Mind he writes, Jesus can't save you. Life starts when the church ends. Oh, but he, he can save you, Jay-Z. He can even wake you up just before you collide into a concrete wall doing 120 kilometers an hour. I should know. This is fellow member of the craft, Alicia Keys, who sings on the track. Here she is, showing her allegiance and wearing the broken and bloody cross of Jesus Christ. The occult peace sign, pure hatred for Jesus. There is peace when your conscience has been killed, seed to sin, and you can indulge to anything. A false and temporary kind of peace, no doubt. Here's a shirt off Jay-Z's clothing line, purely Masonic, The Craft. Well, this is The Craft he's referring to. This is him with well-known witch Marina Abramovich, also showing her sign of allegiance to Freemasonry. Now here we go. Here's Jay-Z wearing a most revealing top and the dead giveaway that you need to see behind the curtain of Freemasonry. Do what thou wilt. Do whatever you want. That's the adopted motto of the most notorious Satanist of the 20th century, 33rd degree Freemason, Alistair Crowley. Here is his certificate of appointment, known as the 33rd degree inscription and the double-headed eagle of Freemasonry. And here, next to his name on the certificate, 
including the symbol for a Grand Commander of Freemasonry, as shown in their encyclopedia. But to really confirm that he's a Freemason, here he is doing the Masonic sign of the Master of the Second Veil. Now here's a legitimate letter from, from Alistair. Again, the addition of his uh, inscription of the 33rd degree, and he signs off with a symbol of the past, Commander of Freemasonry. What does he write beside it? Baphomet. This Baphomet. Now listen to this man to get a clearer picture of the truth behind the secret religion of the stars and the leaders of the world. Alistair is the founder of a Luciferian church called the Ordo Templi Orientis, and he named himself the Beast 666, straight from the Bible, depicting the number of wickedness in human form. In his what's called Liber's writings, he says, with my hawk's head, I peck at the eyes of Jesus as he hangs upon the cross. Do you see the hatred? You think they don't hate you too? Keep watching. And from the equinox, with the all-seeing eye of Freemasonry, this illustration. What does it mean? The writer himself explains. The picture is symbolic of the new eon, the new age. From the blasted stump of dogma hangs the hag with dyed and bloody hair, Christianity. There's a massive glimpse into the new old order that's coming. Keep watching, and down here, do what thou wilt, is the true nature. The true nature, remember? The broad morals. There is no such thing as evil. So do what you want. Can you see the Masonic future yet? Can you see the hidden hatred that pulses through its veins? If they believe in do what thou wilt, what do you think they will do to you? And what do you think they'll do in order to build this new world? This is from a commentary on his book of the law. The Beast 666 adviseth that all children should be accustomed from infancy to witness every type of sexual act. Do what thou wilt. And what about the Royal Art of Freemasonry? Magic is the highest, most absolute, and most divine knowledge of natural philosophy. What a statement. The highest, most absolute and divine. Well, let's have a closer look into some of the more hidden secrets of the most divine natural philosophy known as magic. Any living being is a storehouse of energy, varying in quantity according to the size and health of the animal. At the death of the animal, this energy is liberated suddenly. The animal, therefore, should be killed within the circle, within the magic circle. So that energy that's released can be captured and directed to serve the will of the witch, male or female. This is a science, a hidden science. But now hear this, coming from a 33rd degree Freemason. And don't you forget that. For the highest spiritual working, one must accordingly choose that victim which contains the greatest and purest force. A male child of perfect innocence and high intelligence is the most suitable sacrifice. Can you see? This is who Jay-Z is quoting on his top. This is who this Jonas brother holds in high esteem. This is who the Beatles have on their front cover as a figure they admire. No worse, they put at the top. This is the same picture of the front cover in a mirrored form and after some kaleidoscoping, you'll find this. 
fellow Freemason Alistair Crowley sits at the top. And down the bottom there even appears the phallus with the testicles and up here the vesica pisces, also known as the vagina. Does, does this picture make more sense now? All Freemasons, yes indeed. And by the way, that's where JC got his symbol from, from Satanism. As portrayed here by Satanist and Freemason Alistair Crowley and by Satanic Church founder Anton LaVey. Does anyone still think that Freemasonry isn't Satanism in disguise? Let's finally take a peek into the Royal Art of Freemasonry. And this is the briefest way I can show you from the complete book of magic and witchcraft. This is a practitioner's manual, not from some bogus author trying to expose witchcraft. Just so you can get it through your head that this is real and this is protected. The writer or compiler of this godforsaken book warns the reader that the recipes may seem disgusting, that the knowledge revealed has been forbidden and has caused suffering and death to witches and the victims of witches. You don't think witch witchcraft was a serious menace in times past and present? Come with me and I'll show you how bad this menace actually gets as the world's most powerful and secret religion moves ever closer to fulfilling its biblical destiny and it will. Close your eyes or not, it will fulfill its destiny. Firstly, let's connect this sick art straight to modern Freemasonry with the word abracadabra. Both written in triangular form, from the Manual of Witchcraft and from the Encyclopedia of the Secret Society that your Prime Minister belongs to. And just like high-ranking Freemasons, male and female witches also drink out of a human skull. But here the practitioner drinks wine, in which they first dissolve or boil the brains or heart of an animal before consuming it all from the human skull. In this ritual, the initiate is instructed to drink in the night at spring water out of a skull of one that hath been slain. That's right, out of a, the skull of a human who's been murdered or sacrificed. Otherwise, eat a pig with a knife that slew a man. Please don't turn away. Look straight ahead and open your eyes to the planet you are on. Because the real monster under your bed doesn't actually go away when you close your eyes. In other rituals of the craft, you burn a rooster while he's alive. With the use of a, of a poisonous plant used in ointments and potions of witches, you can assure death and destruction on a victim. You want to make a female enemy sterile? Or a male enemy impotent for the rest of his life? Otherwise, you can just kill them. The hand of glory is the severed hand that is dried and preserved to be used in black magic. Yes, a dead human hand. A black circle is most effective for operations of evil. The use of blood and sex in ritual was considered helpful for obtaining the necessary energy to successfully work magic or achieve mystical insight. But here's where the darkness thickens even further. Animals such as black cats or children may be sacrificed and participants may drink the blood of the sacrifice and just so you know that stanley kubrick wasn't joking an orgy of participants sometimes follows the mass no remorse just science the science of witchcraft the royal art and here what's necessary for the working is the fat of young children dead children how many children do you think go missing in Australia every year? 
That's how many. And what about the world? Is it one million? Well, according to the International Center for Missing and Exploited Children, it's eight million children per year. Do you think that the highest, most absolute, and most divine knowledge of natural philosophy has anything to do with that? Any chance of an international secret system that is bolstered by initiations and degrees and bound under the most brutal penalties that the human mind can ever devise? Do you think that has any involvement? Any chance of that? Am I saying that this Freemason has sacrificed children? No, I never said that. But did he ever even remotely mention the secret societies? Did he ever try to warn you? Educate you? No, he was under oath. Am I saying that these Freemasons have sacrificed children? No, I never said that either. But have they ever warned you about the secret society that believes that Lucifer is the saviour? The, the society functioning right under your nose, that secret society? No, not a chance. Julia Gillard admitted she belonged to one, but that's about it because they're all under oath. So where does this ancient craft originate from? It originates from the spirit realm, from spirit beings. That's who taught mankind the royal art before civilization began. In this chapter, The Rites of Satanism and Witchcraft, the manual explains that a typical satanic Sabbath was number one, a homage to the devil, usually performed as the osculum infamy, also known as the kiss of shame, which is so shameful that we'll just put it this way. The ritual involves kissing the hindquarters of the devil, the rear. Surely this is far removed from anything to do with Freemasonry. People, the original order of the Knights Templar were found guilty of this very same obscene ritual. And where do you find the modern variant of the Knights Templars of today? I told you, in the highest degree of Freemasonry, right here. Here's a couple of them now. And what's on this Templar's head? From the Masonic Encyclopedia, remember? A symbol of the Baphomet, according to 33rd degree Alistair Crowley. And we could confirm that in the Satanic Bible. That's exactly what's hiding deep inside of Freemasonry. I'm only showing you this to show you the reality of Satanism and the demonic realm, the world you can't see. On this earth? <laughs> and in this earth and in, uh, and in a world we can't see. Look here. The hierarchy of demons occupies a more important place in both black and white magic rituals. Both black and white. This is where the power of witchcraft comes from. And this is the reason these bizarre rituals actually function and actually work. Because after the ritual is performed on Earth, its effects are carried out to their conclusion in the spirit realm by spiritual beings or demons, actual demons. The reality that is hidden from you. Because if you found out that Satan was real, then that would have to make Jesus Christ real too. And he is the one they hate. And if Jesus Christ is real, that changes everything. And this is how much they hate him. The prayer that Jesus taught his disciples is performed backwards. The high priest is sometimes naked. A prostitute assists him, and a naked virgin, who may later be deflowered, is the altar. Everything that is sacred is defiled, and everything that is filthy is honoured as pure. Because of their burning hatred of Jesus Christ, 
just as he's hated by the fallen angels that they worship. It gets worse when you hear what they use as a substitute for the bread that Jesus broke and told his disciples to eat in remembrance of him. A wafer which initiates me with this, this, and this. Or the name of Satan may be written upon it. And this isn't even witchcraft. This is just a ceremony announcing who they love and who they hate. So is Satan real? It continues to state in the hierarchy of demons at the very top, Satanakia, whose title is the Commander-in-Chief. What did Bob Dylan, the Freemason, call the one he made a bargain with? Should, should I ask who you made the bargain with? <laughs> with, 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 you know, with the chief, uh, chief commander. Same title. Commander-in-Chief, Chief Commander. Are you following? But watch this. In case the darkness is getting a little too thick and encompassing for you, let's shine a little light. The true light that only the Gospels can supply. Speaking to us humans and revealing something about Satan, the Gospel state. You follow the spirit of the age in this world system as dominated by the commander of the spiritual powers of the air. Satan, the god of this world, the commander. You still think the Gospels are wrong or fake? See, Satanists know that the spirits also live in the air, just as the Gospels reveal. You can summon any of these demonic spirits by name if you possess the royal art. Who do you think this figure on the front cover represents? A magician who is inadequately prepared and cannot attain his desires may seek the aid of Satan. That's who this is. Now that you know, hopefully for a fact, that these are at the top of the human food chain. Do you think they'd be fooling around with stupid fairy tales? No, witchcraft and Satanism is absolutely real. Hence their earthly power. This demon here, fifth in the pyramid structure, holds the title of Inspector General. And what's the title of the highest degree in Freemasonry, who exists in every local lodge in every suburb, a suburb near you? Inspector General. Same title as the living demon. Do you believe me now? You can even conjure Lucifer himself, or be Beelzebuth, who the Gospels call the Prince of the Devils both of whom are listed as superior spirits in this book of witchcraft and magic. I can show you so much more from this disgusting book, but I'll cut it off here with the seal of Saturn, a demonic sigil from the complete book of magic and witchcraft. And this is his seal. Can you see? Do you see? This is the society that lives amongst you, above you, the one-eyed religion of Freemasonry hidden right in front of those who have their eyes wide shut. I'm going to now show you what that world that they are building from the ashes of the one you're currently living in looks like. But lastly, to drive this business of blood sacrifice home, here's American rapper Azealia Banks with the triple six hand sign and now over the all-seeing eye, the all-seeing eye in her video. The eye in the triangle of the Freemasons on her shirt and the devil's horns. Her liberator, her master, her commander. And now displaying the secret society vow of silence. Along with that, the last 
brief glimpse into the highly concealed Royal Art of Freemasonry. Melt of crap that's about to come off my floor right now, guys. Oh my god. Three years worth of brujeria. Yes, you know I gotta scrape all this shit up. And what does brujeria mean? You know what it means. Witchcraft. Azealia Banks, the witch, with her eye in the triangle shirt, and the logo of, for example, the Grand Lodge of Freemasonry in Spain. One and the same symbol. The logo of the Fraternity of the Freemasons and the logo of this Church of Lucifer. The one eye. One and the same symbol. Freemasonry has deceived you. Yes, people, now you know how Satanism has functioned out of sight and out of mind. You still think there's no such thing as witchcraft? Or that it only existed in the olden days? You still think that blood isn't a part of the royal art? You still think that local Masonic lodges of the world are not filtering systems for Satanists and a cloak for organized Satanism with a grand master plan for the world? You think there's nothing to the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ? Uh, after seeing all this and the Azealia Banks clip, and after realizing that there exists a hidden and guarded science of the art of blood sacrifice. You think there was no science behind Jesus' crucifixion? A deeper reality that we can't see or understand? You think Jesus didn't know what he was doing? Or are you one of those who still think he didn't exist? Tell me, how can they hate something that doesn't exist? If only you could hear from some other Freemasons who have the courage to break their oaths. But you won't. You won't. This is probably it. But I once heard from a Freemason, an honest one, in about 2016, after I posted this picture on Facebook. He knew. He knew the truth. Just like you do now, or just like you should. And he wrote to me. And he said, by the time we are done, Every church will be a brothel. Well, in case you think that that's impossible, this is a fashion show that was held in a church, a real church, and it was organized by high-ranking Freemasons, who you will see now to be Satanists. Designed to be a heart-wrenching mockery and a colossal sign of the times, this event. Just so you know, it's a Masonic production. Here's the inside of a lodge. See those twin pillars? Well, here they are. See the Masonic checkered floorboard? Well, there it is. See the Masonic square and compass? Well, there it is. And do you see the eye of Freemasonry? Yeah, there they are. The lower square in the square and compass has been disfigured so that as to not make it too obvious. But now that we've established that, here is the spirit of Freemasonry, as displayed through just a few of the models. This one wears the horns of the Baphomet, the horns of Satan, with his all-seeing eye in the background, more horns. This model wears the all-seeing eye, as does this one. And this disgusting thing with another huge all-seeing eye of Lucifer in the background. 
Then there's this, with a satanic pentagram on her face. And finally, this male model in a skirt with two satanic inverted crosses of Jesus Christ on his top in a church. Oh, the morbid victory of the Freemasons. Unstoppable. For now. When people like Lady Gaga cover one eye while wearing an inverted cross, and you don't see the connection of the one-eye symbolism to Satanism, then your observational skills have been compromised. In the span of two days, I saw these ads in my local shopping centre. And that alone tells me that the satanic age is here, manifesting all around us, seemingly invisible, while you look straight ahead through the symbols. Just like the initiation process of the secret societies themselves, society at large must be incrementally introduced and seduced into further depravity and self-love. And haven't we been slowly but surely perverted over time, degree by degree, until we think that men dressing as women is beautiful and healthy, anal sex is a form of expressing love, the sick world of pornography is considered as liberating for women and men and protected by free speech. In California, babies are allowed to be aborted after birth because it's a woman's choice. And that's not considered murder. A world where we should applaud young children like Desmond is amazing, cross-dressing while he dances for gay men at a gay bar on a podium because he's paving the way for the kids of the future. And we should get shamed, fined and even jailed if we point out that this is sick, sinful, and dare call it evil, which is what it is. What spirit is behind Desmond is amazing? Oh yeah, an evil spirit, no doubt about it. You think Freemasonry and their peculiar morals aren't behind the decline of Christian morality and morality worldwide? It's all by design. The Masonic war on Jesus and the Christian social structure, generally undetected by human perceptions, and still people will write to me and comment on how absurd what I've said is. A cloud over the eyes of their heart. Well, I'll tell you this. There is no bigger axe that has ever been grinded than the one Freemasonry grinds. Because the appearance of Jesus Christ pretty much destroyed their religion, drove it underground, and they will have their revenge. Soon you're going to see it. We've all been initiated into the lowest levels of materialistic Satanism under the banner of secular humanism. I know blokes who think that life's great, mate. Life's terrific. Life's what you make it. Evil, Lucifer, Satan, these are just words that Christians invented to help them sleep better at night. There are no cults. There are no conspiracies. John F. Kennedy's speech about secret societies plotting against the world, that's not relevant anymore. That's history. There's no such thing as Satanism amongst civilized people. Oh, children, when darkness comes to your door, takes your wife, takes your health, your job, your home, your freedom, your children, then you call out, Oh, my God, my God, this is evil. Why is this happening to me? Well, here comes the darkness. Here comes the evil. You want to know what the new world order looks like? You want to know what the future holds? You want to know what horror is coming to our planet? 
as Jesus told us, for then there will be great distress, unequaled from the beginning of the world until now, and never to be equaled again. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Masonic New World Order. These are the mysterious Georgia Guidestones, also known as the American Stonehenge. They are a set of granite monoliths which were constructed in 1980 and funded by an unknown and anonymous group and commissioned by a man using the pseudonym R.C. Christian. On a ledger beside the monument is written, Let these be Guidestones to an Age of Reason. Here we have a reference to a new age. With this, we get a clue as to the spirit behind the structure. The Age of Reason happens to be the title of a book by Thomas Paine. Now you can colour him any which way you want to, but whichever way, one glaring colour shines through. Thomas was a hater of Christianity. That's the second clue to the spirit behind the Georgia Guidestones. The third is the fact that the Guidestones feature as what could be seen as a replacement to the Ten Commandments of the Christian God with the new Ten Commandments of the New Age because I will not steal, cheat, lie, kill and so on. They're just, well, too narrow for the New Age, for the Age of Reason. Clearly designed to be a take on the Biblical Commandments being ten in number. They are all very vague, very vague indeed. But anyone can ascertain the horror that must first take place before this new age can begin by looking at the first commandment, sorry, guideline. Because this one's not vague at all. Maintain humanity at under 500 million. That's right, a reduction of at least 7 billion human beings would be necessary for that. This thing costs the equivalent of half a million US dollars to build and the street it's located on is named after it, so that tells you how much reach its creators had. Its presence alone is a disgrace and a declaration of execution to most living people alive today. But let's go on to the fourth clue as to the spirit behind these monuments. The monuments outlining the Age of Reason. The name R.C. Christian, the so-called person who commissioned the building of these giant slabs, Anyone who's versed in secret societies or is a high-ranking ranking member themselves would instantly recognize the pseudonym as a reference to the secret society known as the Rosicrucians, which is just another secret society branch that exists under the umbrella of Freemasonry, which is an extension of all secret societies of the past and is now the mother of all of them. In this Masonic website, Worshipful Master Wynne Westcott urges the Freemasons to consider their status as Rosicrucians. The RC stands for Rosenkrauts. Christian Rosenkrauts is the mythical founder of the Rosicrucian order. And as impossible as it is for me to prove that Thomas Paine himself, the writer of Age of Reason, was a Freemason, he did also write this book, The Origin of Freemasonry. That is the spirit behind the Georgia Guidestones, the satanic spirit, and a straight off the bat view of this approaching new age. I told you, the whole system is about to change, and it's not going into the future, it's actually going back into the past.
the old religion. That's what's taking everything over. And you'll walk straight into it, blind as a bat, thinking these people want to help you. They will appear as your saviors, forgetting or never being told in the first place that all this time there have been two societies in the world, the visible one, which is the one we're in, and the invisible one. Remember that the invisible one considers you profane, vile, and vulgar. Why on earth would they want to keep you around? In a book I can't mention written by them, people are referred to as useless eaters. We've become excess inventory, redundant, and past our use-by date in their eyes. Think about this. According to a prediction by information technology and research advisory firm Gartner, one-third of jobs will be replaced by software, robots, and smart machines by 2025. That's four years away. Google Engineering Director Ray Kurzweil anticipates that robots will have reached human-level intelligence by 2029. And by 2050, 80% of all jobs will be eliminated by automation. What on earth are you and your family good for then? What do you think the secret society will do to the vile multitude then? The utopia is coming. But it ain't your utopia. You still think that by the measure of the minds of international Satanism, you should be kept around? This excess baggage that the bulk of society has become? No, no, no. The new age is dawning. And generally speaking, you're not invited. It'll just look like you are. Remember that Charles Darwin, the Freemason, is listed as an influential figure in the Satanic Church. So mass murder and mass death are natural and necessary themes in the name of evolution an artificially induced evolution into this here's the same image in real life in Eilat Israel seemingly unrelated to the seal on the US dollar bill right but standing in glory with a Masonic squaring compass telling you exactly who owns this pyramidal symbol complete with the one eye on top same symbol same designers Worshipping the same God. You should be getting goosebumps by now. Is this a conspiracy led by international Freemasonry? Oh, you don't have to bet your life on it, because your life has already been placed as a bet on your behalf and without your knowledge, but with your permission. Because all of the information is hidden in plain sight. In your face is where it's hidden. You're going to lose this battle unless you've been hidden in Jesus Christ, the only one who warns you that the new age is a trap and that it is the climax to this epic drama being played out on planet Earth. Now hang on, brace yourself, because I ain't going to let you down. This is a magazine called The New Age, but if you press rewind, you can find its source. Supreme Council of 33 Degree. Freemasonry. This one stretches way back to 1922. See the twin pillars of Freemasonry? Look, this is 19th century Freemason and New Age pioneer Helena Blavatsky on the cover of this edition. She's the one who wrote that darkness is absolute light and that Satan is the god of our planet and that we are in hell. But do you think the readers of these magazines are told that? No. 
Darkness is sold as light. Satan is disguised. And it's him in the details. This Masonic New Age magazine was the precursor to all magazines and trends, promoting the great deception of self-love and spirituality. Meanwhile, you're feeding off the plate that Luciferians serve you. Look at how the Satanic Bible in 1966 reveals the reality behind the curtain. Evidence of a new Satanic Age. A new age. The new Satanic Age. All rigged and all propelled by Freemasonry. Satanism's magic cloak. After all, and I think you should have guessed by now, that Anton Zandor LaVey, the founder of the Satanic Church, the one who vowed to help destroy Christianity, is himself a Freemason. I can't prove it to you, but I know it. Because of not only his obvious fondness of the fraternity of the Freemasons and the mention of it in his Satanic Bible, and its vital role in the Satanic Takeover, but also because of the symbols, specifically this one, generally called the Devil's Claw or the Lion's Paw. Freemason James de Rothschild displaying the Devil's Claw or the Lion's Paw. X-Factus L.A. Reid showing the Devil's Horns next to fellow Freemason Avril Lavigne. The Secret Society sign for the Devil's Number and displaying the Devil's Claw over and over. The better example is with New Age guru Annie Besant co-writer of Lucifer magazine and 33rd degree Freemason, also showing the lion's paw here and here. But the best example I have is with Aerosmith, guitarist Joe Perry clearly displaying the sign of the master of the second veil of the Freemasons, and right next to him, Stephen Tyler, doing the lion's paw. Clearly both Freemasons, secretly showing their allegiance with symbols, and here's Anton LaVey displaying the same Masonic symbol. Yes, a Freemason founded the Satanic Church. Now that we know who's really behind the so-called New Age, listen to some of the confessions of the New Ages in their literature, once you scrape past all the talk of spirituality and love and rainbows. New Age author, feminist and hater of Christianity, Barbara G. Walker writes in The Woman's Encyclopedia of Myths and Secrets, a triple six. 666 was the magic number of the triple Aphrodite. She further compliments the number when she calls it the miraculous number 666. Speaking of the new age to come, PhD Christopher Hyatt writes in Undoing Yourself, as we moved closer and closer to the well-planned for and long-awaited invocation of the Prime Minister unto the very King of Hell, the Grand Vicar of Lord Lucifer. Yes, the very well planned for, and very long awaited indeed. Do you see what's coming? Mr. Hyde also enlightens us in the fact that opposites do not exist apart from the mind. Evil and good are all in your head. That's why you should brace yourself, because these are the minds creating the new world system. He confirms this. The new age will require new men, men of high consciousness and fortitude. All of our present dogma models will crumble. He means the Christian and the Christian social structure will crumble. In the introduction to the book, another PhD, Robert Anton Wilson, tells you what the New Age really thinks of the Christian social structure, which you have more or less enjoyed your whole life, Christian or not. Christianity and democracy have been among the worst disasters to ever befall the human race. 
I told you atheists, you're going to miss Christianity when it's gone. Here's a picture of Robert with the Masonic eye in the triangle on the wall behind him. Remember where the term New Age came from. So once again, do you think that the new system, the new age, is going to be democratic? A system that respects you or gives a damn about what you think once it's in place? Let me answer it this way. Christopher Hyatt quotes from one of his literary heroes and famed philosopher, Friedrich Nietzsche, who said, What is more harmful than any vice? Active sympathy for the ill-constituted and weak. Christianity. So to be a Christian and to actively have sympathy for the weak, that's the worst vice. That's backward and evil. So the answer is no. This is what I'm warning you about. And look, Frederick's work has exerted a profound influence on modern history. That's from Wikipedia. You know what else Frederick said? You probably won't find this on Wikipedia. The domestic animal, the herd animal, the sick animal man. That's the Christian. And what book of Frederick Nietzsche were these quotes pulled from? The Antichrist. Nietzsche also wrote, Beyond Good and Evil. That's how the all-seeing eye sees things, remember? So does Christopher Hyatt mention mass murder and depopulation in his book? Sure, here you go. Those who would survive can do so only by grasping the vision of what lies ahead. The new wave that will carry them into an interesting future. Yeah, where the vicar of Lucifer is God and Prime Minister. He openly admits the identity of this man. This Antichrist that most of you still think is a fairy tale figure from a fairy tale book. Jesus calls him the man of sin whose number is 666. The actual Antichrist, beloved of the secret societies. Yes, people, the New Age is satanic, actually and literally. On the front cover of this book, in which Christopher was co writer, you can clearly see the eye in the triangle of the Freemasons above the Baphomet. Christopher admits in another book that both satanic cults and Christian fundamentalists are closer to seeing the truth than most normal people. Yes, indeed, how true that is. In Coming World Changes, Harriet and Homer Curtis speak of a prophecy they received from a mysterious spirit titled King of the World. Now, I wonder who that could be. Think not that any country in this broad world can escape. And they also speak of the long-expected great teacher, the king of the new one-world government. The victors will remain as the seed of the new race to people the new land for the new sixth great race. This is the race that Luciferian Lady Gaga referred to. All part of the plan. In Threshold to Tomorrow, New Age author Ruth Montgomery writes on page 206 that only those open to the reality of one world will be around to enjoy it. Sounds like another vague suggestion for mass murder. Vera Elder Stanley's book title implies much the same thing. Initiation of the world. That's right. It's coming. You think Vera hasn't been initiated into the secret one-eyed religion? What else has she authored? How about the finding of the third eye, the all-seeing eye? New Age author John Randolph Price writes in The Planetary Commission, in question and answer form, how do you define the Antichrist? 
The answer is pretty amazing. Any individual or group who denies the divinity of man as exemplified by Jesus Christ, the higher self of each individual, which Jesus Christ never exemplified because he is God. If you deny that me, men and women are divine gods, you are unfit for the glorious New Age Kingdom. And you are the definition of Antichrist. In practical spirituality, he prepares his readers for a population drop of 2.5 billion people before the New Age era can begin. On page 32 of New Age author Barbara Marks Hubbard's book, Happy Birthday Planet Earth, she states that people will either change or die. That's the choice, she says. Notice the New Age has a new gospel, yet all the while, the world will be neglected of the information in the real Gospels, where it warns and predicts. For if someone comes and preaches another Jesus, not the Jesus whom we preached, or another Gospel, you are most beautifully tolerant of them. In the Book of Knowledge, The Keys of Enoch, the writer has a quote-unquote direct experience with two spirits, Enoch and Metatron, and they share with the writer spiritually scientific teachings regarding the new system of things soon to be fully manifest. The reason this work is considered extra special amongst its readers is because it was the first book to point out the alignment between the Great Pyramid and the constellation of Orion. The first book ever. That's basically proof that these spirits, Enoch and Metatron, are the real deal. Not only that, it was also the first book to show the direct relationship between DNA coding and the divine name. That's pretty serious, and the atheists should be really waking up by now because this is the world's most powerful and secret religion we're talking about, nothing less. The writer was told that those who govern the earth are those who have fallen from the heavens. He calls them the masters and even states that they were punished with penalties that were assigned to each. These are the fallen angels of the Bible people. These are the masters of the Masonic New Age, as proven here. In one of the illustrations from the book, same symbology. This worldwide catastrophe that is coming will bring about a complete reorganization of Earth's life system. And like all high-grade initiates of the, of the secret societies, every attempt is made to bring positivity to the number of the Vicar of Lucifer. I was given instruction to use the specific light harmonics 666, 999, and 12, 12, 12. The spirits further inform the writer of the Keys of Enoch that the pattern 666 is used to identify you with, the, with respect to the Earth's vibration. The number of the beast of the Book of Revelation of Jesus Christ is not only being glorified, it's manifesting in the world. And from another illustration from the book, once again, the same image we see being used over and over with the eye on top of the pyramid. This is the secret religion that encompasses us and has been influencing us for decades upon decades. Two to three centuries, in fact. Just like the Gospels explain, this is an absolute counterfeit of the truth. Christ is mentioned everywhere, but not Jesus Christ. No, this is the Antichrist spirit who will eventually manifest and appear to the world as one man. Doesn't sound so mythical anymore when you see that the enemies of Jesus Christ and those behind the New World System, they use biblical terms. And Christ, to depict the antithesis, the anti 
of the real Christ, their Savior. And these spirits from the world we can't see are the ones who taught mankind the sick art of witchcraft. Look at who supplies this book online, sacredmagic.com. You know what magic really is and what it really entails now. So once again, you can see the connection, the relationship. If you still think that this phrase, New World Order, is a conspiracy theory, you're suffering from a medical condition. On the Lucius Trust website, the consultants to the European Union, you find the statement that the New World servers are occupied with the task of inaugurating the New World Order. In the same article, this shocking admission is made. Two-thirds of humanity will stand upon the path at the close of this age, and with that, one-third will die, or to put it surreptitiously, will be held over for later unfoldment. That's the Lucius Trust, the word Lucius being the replacement for the word Lucifer, who works hand-in-hand -hand with the EU, the European Union, stating that two and a half billion human beings are planned to be killed off, all predicted by Jesus, and only Jesus. And if you still think I'm joking or misleading you about what these people are and what they plan to do, here's a book written by the founder of the Lucius Trust, the Freemason Alice Bailey, Education in the New Age, where she, well, educates you about mass population reduction. When a form proves inadequate or too diseased or too crippled for the expression of that purpose, it is, from the point of view of the hierarchy, no disaster when that form has to go. Death is not a disaster to be feared. The work of the destroyer is not really cruel or undesirable. Do you see? Did you hear that? Through the all-seeing eye of Lucifer, the destroyer, for the purpose of the new world, death and mass murder isn't evil. It's good. And Alice Bailey in The Labors of Hercules also tries to re-educate us and protect that God-forsaken number predicted in the Gospels to be associated with evil. The number of the physical plane activity is called the number of the beast. This idea seems to have a horrible fascination with many, but what it really means is that Virgo is the symbol of triplicity, six on the physical plane, six on the emotional plane, and six on the mental plane. Not six, six, six at all. And one more time, from the consultants to the European Union, from their website, Lucius Trust, to prove to you that these people are all working toward and waiting for the world leader. The coming of the Avatar and the advent of the coming one are the keynotes of the prevalent expectancy. After everything I've shown you, are you going to ignore this? Or worse, are you going to trust these people? Of whom were predicted to this very condemnation 2,000 years ago right down to a one-world system, depopulation, and to the man who will carry the number 666, and with it, implement a new system in which you won't be able to buy or sell unless you receive a mark in your hand or forehead. And what's just been announced by Business Insider? Cashless society. Due to this, by 2024. This is the manufactured trend for the world. And you better believe it's fulfilling biblical prophecy. You know that book that's been ripped out of schools and hysterically discredited? Why do you think there's a single eye displayed on all the covers of George Orwell's dystopian novel 1984? 
It's because the one-eyed religion is the one in permanent control, where democracy and Christianity have been utterly extinguished, and the remaining population live in a whole new level of permanent communism. It is well known that George Orwell himself had ties with, with the Fabian Society, which is a secret society complete with degrees of initiation, tucked away neatly somewhere under the wing of Freemasonry. The Fabian Society's logo used to be this, a wolf in sheep's clothing, which is exactly what Freemasonry is. And it was a metaphor for gradually advancing socialism. And socialism is communism for slow learners. This level of denial on our part has been brought on by mass propaganda because everything has been weaponized to work against you and God's truth. Education, entertainment and economics. You're a slave to each one. And Freemasonry is the slave master. Listen to the Grand Pontiff of Universal Freemasonry tell you about it in Morals and Dogma. The blind force of the people is a force that must be economized and also managed as the blind force of steam. You are just blind energy to them, made to be enslaved. This force must have a brain. Who do you think the brain is? Freemasonry is the brain, obviously. And he's saying that we're just the body parts that move to its will. Look, these are some pictures I took of the local obelisk in my town. An erect phallus hidden in plain sight. See how the cube at the bottom is rough? In Freemasonry, it's called the rough ashlar stone. Well, watch this from Morals and Dogma. The rough ashlar is the people, rude and unorganized. Once again... You can see what this secret society secretly thinks of you. Now see how the stone built on top is smooth? That's called the perfect ashlar. The perfect ashlar is the state, the rulers. Yeah, the one-eye sex cult of Freemasonry, which hides its master, Satanism. Now, where is this brain taking us? Remember, this guy is the general who fought against the United States forces to uphold the institution of slavery. And the Grand Pontiff of Universal Freemasonry, who calls you the vulgar herd and the ignorant multitude, and admits that, yes, unbelievably so, Lucifer is the light bearer. This is the highest authority in Freemasonry, the secret religion of all our leaders and idols. Believe it. Now listen to this. The papacy and rival monarchies... All that will become the heritage of the temple, meaning the temple of Freemasonry. The world will soon come to us for its sovereigns and pontiffs. We shall constitute the equilibrium of the universe and be rulers over the masters of the world. They're going to own it all. And it's true. The papacy and the monarchy have fallen into their hands. All Freemasons now. This is a 150-year-old book, so you can see how far ahead they plan while we stay ignorant. How do you suppose that they won't achieve the New World Order? The New World Order of Death. Of combined and systematic movement and effort, the Great Revolution prepared for by the ages will begin to march. The future is all planned for by them, and the revolution prepared for by the ages is coming, and it'll look like a natural occurring event just as current events seem natural. Lastly, from his other book, Legenda, and reading from the ancient and accepted Scottish writer Freemasonry, Albert writes, 
And thus the warfare against the powers of evil, meaning Christianity, that crushed the order of the temple in the 1300s, goes steadily on and freedom marches ever onward toward the conquest of the world. The conquest of the world, guys. And this is their method. Ingenious as it is, the double-headed eagle, the left and right paradigm. Whether you are pro-abortion or life, prefer Maccas or KFC, Ford or Holden, vote Liberal or Labour, shop at Coles or Woolies, go for the Parramatta Eels or the Canterbury Bulldogs, always the two most opposing forces, the result always feeds the one belly. The two heads always serve the same Masonic beast. Do you get it? That's number one. Number two is the horribly magnificent motto of their double-headed eagle, Ordo Abkau. That means order out of chaos. It's the ultimate way to achieve your sinister goals while looking like a hero. With one hand, they create beautiful and noble things. With the other hand, the hidden hand, they destroy and pervert. Then the helping hand comes back in to save or fix things again, alternating from one to the other while nudging toward a predetermined goal until finally reaching that goal that set in mind in the first place. All the while, you never knew that the same hand that's saving you is the same hand that was destroying you in the first place. Order out of chaos. Their order out of their chaos. Another way to look at it is this. Z creates or exploits a problem, then attributes blame to others. Y reacts by asking Z for protection and help to solve the problem. Z offers the solution that was planned for by them long before the crisis occurred. Ordo Abkau, order out of chaos. Now you can change Z and Y to suit any scenario. For example, your best friend who wants to sleep with you creates or exploits a problem, then attributes blame to others. You react by asking your best friend who wants to sleep with you for protection and help to solve the problem. Your best friend who wants to sleep with you offers the solution that was planned by them long before the crisis occurred. Each time your best friend gets closer and closer to you until eventually they're in your bed. How about your employee creates or exploits a problem, then attributes blame to others. The employer reacts by asking the employee for help to solve the problem. The employee offers the solution that was planned by them long before the crisis occurred. The employee eventually gets the promotion. But this is the way I really want to put it. The government creates or exploits a problem then attributes blame to others. The population reacts by asking the government for protection and help to solve the problem. The government offers the solution that was planned by them long before the crisis even occurred. This is how the great revolution prepared for by the ages by the Freemasons will begin. So who's going to warn you? Even modern Christianity is steered by Freemasonry. Hillsong won't warn the sheep about Freemasonry and the one world government. What, the Hillsong senior pastor who wrote these books and lives here? <laughs> no chance. Did modern day Christian heroes like Billy Graham warn you about Freemasonry? Well, no, because here he is giving the master mason grip to other Christian giants like Paul and Jan Crouch, all Freemasons. Here he gives the same third degree handshake to former president Harry Truman and here to a Muslim Freemason. Billy's listed as a Freemason in the 33rd degree Albert Mackey's History of Freemasonry by the publisher on the inside flap. Billy's son, Franklin Graham, 
also won't ever expose Freemasonry because he's too busy eating at Voodoo Donuts where they sell these donuts and these pentagram donuts. More Christian heavyweights like John Hagee or Hagee throwing up the devil's horns. He'll never preach against Freemasonry. Neither will all these world-famous pastors throwing up the devil's horns. The very popular Ray Comfort even stated that he wasn't a Freemason. Well, here he is giving a perfect Masonic handshake with pastoral giant Joyce Meyer. Do either of them expose Freemasonry or the fact that it's the driving force behind the one world government? All predicted by Jesus? Of course not. What about Christian radio or the Christian music scene? No, not a single word of warning whatsoever regarding the satanic church that lives and breathes all around us. Freemasons like Bono, wearing the Christian name tag, his whole band of Freemasons. Bono too should know better than anyone that a one world government is a trap as foretold in the Bible. But Bono supports it. Oh yeah, he works for it. Just like the Masonic Pope does. Even if by some freak chance they didn't know any better. No disciple of Jesus can bend their knee to another man in the Masonic Lodge, calling him master and swear to keep secrets. Look what they call each other from the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry. Master Mason, Grand Master, Most Eminent Grand Master, and the most appalling title of all, Most Worshipful Master. Most Worshipful. Do you see how extra deluded the Christian Freemason has to be when Jesus said, Do not be called Master, because one is your Master. And what about all those oaths? Don't worry, Jesus covered that too. What I tell you is this, do not put yourself under oath at all, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. How's that for an idea? But the Freemasons' yes means no, because they all swear to lie and conceal from the first degree initiation all the way through. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim it from the rooftops. That's Jesus. You see the contrast? How precise he was and still is. You think Bono and the Pope don't know about the Masonic calendar and how it's not the same calendar as ours? From the Encyclopedia of Freemasonry, the real date of the world is found by adding 4,000 to the vulgar era. This whole Christian era is vulgar. So the year in the Masonic world is actually 6021. And this abbreviation is in French, the vulgar era, beginning since the year of the Lord, since the year of Jesus Christ. That's how they feel about the current age, which is coming to a mind-blowing end, by design. Now, do you think Freemasons aren't capable of mass murder? Well, Joseph Stalin murdered approximately 20 million people, and he was a Freemason, displaying the sign of the master of the Second Veil of Freemasonry. Vladimir Lenin was the leader of the Bolshevik Party, and he paved the way for the mass murder of 60 million people, mostly Christians, and he was a proud Freemason. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Adolf Hitler, a Freemason, clearly giving the grip of a Master Mason. And here he sits next to his military leader, Hermann Göring, who is also displaying his allegiance to Freemasonry with a hidden hand. He even displays the Masonic Triangle just like fellow Masonic brother Jay-Z. The mind of Hitler surrounds you now. It just hasn't pounced yet. The mind of Hitler 
isn't isolated to some portion of the world anymore. It now encompasses you. Hitler is everywhere. Far more clever than you can imagine. Evolved and sleeping in your bed. It's easy to say that's impossible. Once upon a time, 70 million Germans adored him. Once upon a time, Hitler was named Man of the Year by Time magazine. You've been fooled by the satanic machine. Please don't try to get inside to the mind of Freemasonry. It's like trying to understand Satan himself. You can't and you don't want to. Freemasons will make friends with their most hated enemies. They will cross-dress their morals to move closer to their goal. They'll make the English language void of any meaning by turning everything inside out and upside down to camouflage its objectives. They will simultaneously create charities along with the greatest machines to ever destroy the hearts of men, like pornography. They will sell their souls to gain the world. They are a dichotomy, a paradox, a lie that loves to speak the truth and a truth that loves to lie. They are a snake eating their own tail, consuming what they produce. Freemasonry is hell, dressed as heaven. Death, dressed as life. Its god is an angel of darkness, dressed as an angel of light. And 90% of its membership is a shield, lost in its symbolism. Freemasonry has become the ally and the opposition. Who are the biggest voices on so-called climate change in recent years? Which is more order out of chaos? Al Gore, a Freemason, and Greta Thunberg from a Jesus-hating secret society family. Freemason and former Russian President Mikhail Gorbachev said this in 1996. Yes, the whole world is under the control of the evil one, like the Gospels say. Freemasonry controls the opposition with the most popular conspiracy theorists, Alex Jones and David Icke, both banned, yet both secretly Freemasons, who will lead you in every direction except into the arms of the ultimate power of the Gospels. Every noteworthy religion is comfortably caught in the Masonic net because they all stem from a lie. Here's the Dalai Lama with a bunch of Freemasons. He just loves hanging out with famous people. Here he's throwing up the devil's horns with Freemason Gene Simmons. But there's no way the Dalai Lama can be a Freemason, right? Well, here he is displaying the hidden hand of the Freemasons next to George W. Bush, a fellow brother. That's right, the Dalai Lama is a Freemason under an oath of silence and sworn to secrecy. Are you going to wake up now? Here he is with his students in his temple. And what's behind him? This symbol. Can you see? The pyramid with the emanating eye on top symbolized by a sun, which you know now is the phallus of the God of this world, shooting forth his generative light, his mystical sperm that gives life. And who's... One eye transcends good and evil, both of which are just e illusions of the mind. Understanding this comes by initiations, and yes, tantric initiations are used in Tibetan Buddhism. Gerald York was the Dalai Lama's emissary, his personal representative to the West, and he was personal friends with 33rd degree Freemason and Satanist Aleister Crowley, who wrote 20 essays named Aleister Crowley, The Golden Dawn, and Buddhism. And he also served as a consultant to the movie Lucifer Rising, the Dalai Lama's representative. See how the eye can also be represented by the sun? Caught behind the moon, 
in this movie poster. That's just like the Dalai Lama's logo. And here's a scene from the movie with a Masonic square and compass hidden in plain sight. Look at the symbol of Buddhism and look at the floor inside every Masonic lodge, symbolizing opposites and equilibrium, which creates life and where evil is not what it seems, it's necessary. Why do you think the New Age author Christopher Hyatt, who writes that the Grand Vicar of, of Lord Lucifer is soon to be crowned Prime Minister of the world, notes in that same book his appreciation of Nietzsche, the man who states that the Christian is the sick animal man, the Zohar, which is witchcraft, and Buddha. These are the people he appreciates. Why does he lump Buddha into the same basket? I'll tell you why right now. Because in his highest manifestation, the Buddha, seeing the illusionary world through the all-seeing eye, his third eye, would not interrupt a rape if he happened to walk by, so as to stay detached from the karmic cycle. Whereas Jesus, knowing everything and more than the Buddha, would sacrifice himself because he was born to destroy evil, not transcend it. So tell me, who would you rather have walked by if you were being raped? A transcendental meditator or Jesus Christ? Whatever you think of me, you will have to reconcile the fact that all the leaders of the world from Scott Morrison to the Dalai Lama belong to the very same secret society as Adolf Hitler did, Freemasonry. The secret religion no one speaks about. For good reason, and by good, I mean very, very evil. What do you think is going on here? I've told you almost exactly what's going on. We're in a lot of trouble. Because in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. And Hitler, Stalin, and Lenin combined will be child's play compared to what's just ahead. Now, here's a point-blank picture of the future and the reality of their most brutal truth from the 33rd degree Freemason, Alistair Crowley's The Book of the Law. We have nothing but the outcast and the unfit. Let them die in their misery. Compassion is the vice of kings. Stamp down the wretched and the weak. This is the law of the strong. Do you see? Can you see the future yet? Now please pay attention from his other book, Magic in Theory and Practice. This is what all the degrees of initiation are for. And this is what it takes for them to create the new old order. He speaks of the initiation in the true order of the Rosy Cross. Rosy Cross being another name for the order of the Rosicrucians. Remember the guys that built this? Now this is a 33rd degree Freemason speaking. It is extremely desirable that he should have attained an absolute degree of moral emancipation. That is purity of spirit and perfect understanding. I've shown you this over and over. Because the world is full of evil, they mimic the morals of nature because they are the true morals of the true God of this world. That's purity to them. That's true honesty and perfect understanding. Evil is good. That's the moral emancipation he's speaking of. Now watch this and brace yourself because this is the future. There is a magical operation of maximum importance, the initiation of a new eon. When it becomes necessary to utter a word, the whole planet must be bathed in blood. This bloody sacrifice is the critical point of the world ceremony of the proclamation of Horus, the crowned and conquering child as Lord of the Eon. 
I've shown you that secret societies participate in the science of blood rituals. Well, this is what it climaxes into. A massive blood ritual in the name of the new eon, the new age, which revolves around a divine plan, not of this world, as confessed by all of them. You are not who you think you are. You are not where you think you are. Do you see it? Can you fathom? And what blood means in this world? So much more than what you may have known before now. Blood sacrifice is of the utmost importance. It's what the beings in the other realm require, desire. We can't fully understand it. But do you see how the blood sacrifice of Jesus Christ takes on a whole new meaning now? A very real meaning. And guess what? Because of it, the good guy really does win in the end. You either fall under the blood of the world or under the blood of him. There is no middle ground. Blood is like the monetary currency of the spirits. And that's how God bought us back from the legal ownership of the ruler of this world with blood, his own blood. Now you can begin to understand why they hate him so much. Because that's why he was born into the world, into the world of flesh, to produce blood of his very own. Not by means of perishable things were you set free once and for all, by the payment of ransom money, but by costly blood. By the one who was visibly manifested at the closing years of the times, for your sake. That is the truth. Do you think it's just a coincidence that this is the last age before the long planned for new order of the ages? That's ages, plural. That means forever. That's the plan. That's why the Gospels say that he was visibly manifested at the closing years of the times, at the end of this last age. In the book 1984, George Orwell told us, if you want a vision of the future, imagine a boot stamping on a human face forever. I've shown you that this so-called new age is in actuality a new satanic age. And it's not really new at all. It's very old indeed. It's ancient. But like I said, its progress was derailed by the appearance of Jesus on the human scene. Now I'll prove to you that the, the new age is an old religion. Novus Ordo Seclorum is part of a quotation taken from the Roman pagan philosopher Virgil's fourth eclogue which was borrowed by him from the Sibylline records, which were ancient prophecies delivered by an oracle through witchcraft or divination. That's where the phrase Novus Ordo Seclorum comes from. Now look at what the full phrase actually says. A mighty order of ages is born anew. Both the prophetic virgin and Saturnian kingdoms now return. Now a new progeny is led down from the lofty heavens. Favour chased Lucina, the boy soon to be born in whom the Iron Age shall come to an end and the Golden One shall arise in the whole earth. We've just been told that the New Age is a Saturnian kingdom which returns. So it's been here before. Next we see that a new progeny, meaning a new seed, a new race. There's that race again, is coming to earth. And that a boy will be born who will bring the Iron Age, which is the age we're currently in, to an end. And that the golden age, the new age about to begin, will again arise over the whole world. Now what is the Saturnian kingdom? Well for starters, this is a band called Saturnian Mist. And here on their front cover, we have a reference to magic. 
Then we see by the singer's shirt, they're Satanists. Then with his other shirt, we see the connection once again between the inverted pentagram of Satanism and the one eye of Freemasonry, the secret religion of the who's who of planet Earth. Freemason and Satanist Marilyn Manson has a song called Satanalia, and on a satanic website on ritual offerings for demonic bindings, we find that Satan is Saturnian in nature. Here on the front page, we see the inverted pentagram under the head of the Baphomet, and right next to it, a version of the square and compass of the Freemasons, of which a lodge is located near a suburb near you, no matter where on earth you live. The Satanic Church hidden in plain sight. Now let's go straight to the source so you can see for yourself the nature of the New Age Saturnian Kingdom found in the full quote of the Freemasons' New World Order Seal from this book, which is a factual study of the single most influential occult organization in modern Germany, the Fraternitas Saturni, or the Brotherhood of Saturn. We learn of the path of the Saturnian Initiate, which is outlined in detail with the meaning of all 33 grades, 33 degrees of Freemasonry. This is the very same thing, the same objectives. All secret societies work for the same goal because they all have the same spirit. The only difference between Freemasonry and this Saturnian fraternity is that your local Masonic lodges are a veiled and camouflaged filtering systems for future Satanists, from which all influential figures of society are chosen, where the real religion begins at the 33rd degree. Whereas with orders like the Saturnian Brotherhood, there is no filtering system. As such, you're a student of Satanism from the first degree. That's why Satanism's takeover would have been impossible without international Freemasonry. The Saturnian teachings include sexual mysticism, sex magic, and Nietzschean thelemism. Nietzsche, remember the guy who says that Christians and the mindset to help the weak, weak makes up the sick animal man. The guy who wrote this book and doesn't believe in good and evil. And thelemism from 33rd degree Freemason who says that in this book that to initiate the new age the whole world must be bathed in blood in a bloody sacrifice before man can accept the law of thelema. Nietzschean thelemism. That's what the New Age Saturnian Kingdom, from which the Freemasons took this phrase from, actually looks like. This factual study on the Saturnian Brotherhood is filled with references to Lucifer, Satan, magic, sex magic, blood, sacrifice, the number 666, as mentioned by Jesus Christ himself, and of course, Freemasonry. The secret society that all of our politicians and entertainers belong to. And what's the demonic sigil for Saturn? The Masonic Square and Compass. Are you going to snap out of it now? When you see a beautiful sunrise and smell the fresh air or hear a great song or see a great movie, are you going to forget where you really are? When you hear people using Jesus Christ's holy name as a cuss word, are you going to forget where this phenomenon really came from? and why it's taking place. Now that you've seen how actual and bona fide the reality of 666 is from their own mouths and symbols, let me show you where else it's revealed. Do you see these Roman numeral numbers down here? They add up to 1776, the year that America officially became the country we know of today. 
and also the year of the birth of another secret society, which was absorbed into Freemasonry after it was banned in 1785. But look, the base numbers. M is a thousand, C is a hundred, and X is ten. All you have to do is subtract the base numbers. 1776 minus a thousand, minus a hundred, minus ten. Or simply remove the Roman numerals which represent the base numbers. No, I'm not playing tricks on you. Neither are your eyes. But someone else is. Now that you've seen the prevalence and seriousness of this horrid number, now that you've seen what you've seen, I can show you where else it appears. This figure is represented by the numbers. To make this work, they had to remove the number one altogether and separate the two. Of course, we'd be too dumb to pick up on it. But 789 minus 456 is this. Multiplied by this lonesome two. That's right. This dark and mysterious figure is none other than the long-anticipated Antichrist. The ruler of the Saturnian kingdom. Which is on its way. And Australia has been steeped up to its neck in secret society since the early 1900s. World Economic Forum logo with this slash through the O's, is of course representative of the number of the ruler of the New Age, 666. The barcode is the primitive version of the worldwide system that Jesus predicted would revolve around the number of the beast. And as you can see, the base of every single barcode in all the world is 666. No matter if the lines are on the ends and in the middle are elongated or not. I found that out from the horse's mouth in an interview with the man who was commissioned by IBM to come up with a new way to automate data collection. There are in fact three sixes in the Google logo, which comes from this occult symbol. Coincidence. And he found in a Masonic lodge the squaring compass symbol appears in the middle of a hexagram, which is a symbol used in the Royal Art of Freemasonry, witchcraft, as shown in this book. Well, among other things, the hexagram itself can be broken down to quite clearly represent 666. This is a Masonic squaring compass designed by the Manal Masonic Lodge, symbolizing world unity. Up the top you find the logo of the United Nations. Well, there are 33 segments in the UN logo, symbolizing the 33 degrees of Freemasonry. See this crop circle here, with the Masonic eye on top of the pyramid? I know nothing about crop circles and the phenomenon of them, but I know how many rays are coming off the eye. 33. 33 degrees of Freemasonry. Don't forget that the highest authority of Freemasonry already admitted to be the designers of the pyramidal seal in a 1962 edition of their magazine, The New Age. I've shown you how the inverted pentagram makes for the spelling of the word Mason in the same seal. Well, that same pentagram with the elongated top horns appears here in a European Union logo. An inverted satanic pentagram right in front of our eyes. Here's the European 
European Union building architecturally, mimicking the Tower of Babel. That was the very same tower that the God of the Bible destroyed thousands of years ago, according to the Bible, when Nimrod, one of the admitted founders of the original craft of Freemasonry, tried to unite the world under one world government. So this logo and this building design is a clear statement to the God who intervened the first attempt at a world government. This is England's Secret Service logo for MI5 with the word intelligence being symbolized by the Eye of Lucifer who was viewed as the most intelligent entity in existence by the secret societies. And this is the symbol for the Information Awareness Office. You know exactly who's in control, and now you know exactly what they want, and they will get it. In a 1962 article written by former US President and Freemason's wife, Edith Roosevelt, in the New Hampshire News, and speaking of the spiritual counterpart building for the United Nations, called the Temple of Understanding, she writes that the symbolism planned for the building dates back to the black magic practiced by the high priests of ancient Egypt and that the building will contain a giant eye. You don't have to wonder why now, because you know why. This clothing designer is fully aware that the one eye symbol is synonymous with Satan and hatred of Jesus. Does this movie poster make any more sense to you now? Well, are you ready for the second biggest shock of all? Whatever you think of what you're about to see, please come see me on the other side of this so I can show you something. This clip only goes for a few minutes. And keep in mind, the only reason I'm showing you this to you is because the writer and director of the preview of this movie-style documentary was murdered, along with his wife and his little daughter and his dog all before the produ production could begin. The murder was made to look like a murder-suicide. The news of which never made national broadcasts, just the local news. Case closed, nothing to see here. You have to ask yourself why, after so many movies with a dystopian, world war, totalitarian type theme, why was this movie so dangerous and strictly unacceptable for public viewing, that a whole family would be murdered. Well, this movie was going to tell us about America's secret destiny. And one other thing which you'll see on the other side of this clip, an amazing thing. As titled by Manly P. Hall over a hundred years ago, what's the secret destiny of America? Well, it's this. When I was in high school, coming from a completely non-Christian and non-religious family or background, I distinctly remember the first time that I decided that the Bible or the New Testament, to be more precise, was definitely not true. Made up, fairy tale, whatever. It was one verse, one scripture that to me at the time proved unequivocally that it wasn't written for our time. A prophecy that was impossible to be fulfilled. Here's the verse. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them and authority to administer justice was given them. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of the testimony they bore of Jesus and because of the word of God. No way could guillotines be introduced as a form of execution in the 21st century, right? No way. Proof that the Bible was a prehistoric book written for prehistoric people. And this is long before 
he woke me up on a midnight highway to spare my life from a high-speed collision into a concrete wall. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2021, like the smartphone or the smartwatch, this is called the Smart Guillotine. Built by Chanel. You know, the perfume and clothing and accessories brand for the rich. What on earth does a perfume company have to do with chopping people's heads off? Well, I thought I told you that all of this is just the tip of the iceberg. I wonder who really owns Chanel. Well, here's their logo. And there is an eye in the design. And have you seen their drip design? How odd. Welcome to the real world. You ready? This is from a legislation archive from the Georgia House of Representatives in the 1995-96 sessions. This is Bill HB 1274 on the death penalty, guillotine provisions. How far along are we into enacting these bills worldwide? I don't know. Maybe they've been enacted already. But I just want to show you that in 1995 the ball was already rolling. Another ball that's rolling are the seven universal Noahide laws. They sound great from the outside, designed so to conceal some terrifying details on the inside. Firstly, they were signed into US law in 1991 by George H.W. Bush by Mar on March 26. Here's the bill and resolution. It was named Education Day. As you can see in the details of resolution HJ 104, they are the seven Noahide laws resolved by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America in 1996. Every single president since H.W. Bush has annually re-signed this resolution. Many world leaders have called for the acknowledgement and observance of the seven Noahide laws, including the President of the European Union in July 2014 and the Australian Governor General Michael Jeffrey in 2008. And this will be international law. So what's the problem? Well, just for starters, the law against idol worship will include, quite specifically, the worship of Jesus Christ as the Son of God, which the Noahide laws will classify as blasphemy, and the punishment for transgressing the seven Noahide laws and for blaspheming the ineffable name of God by calling Jesus God is decapitation. I'll let you take that in for a second. This will be governed by a world court with no possibility of appeals. Something like this, an international Sanhedrin. Who do you think is truly behind these laws? Well, I can show you that right now. Here is the bill being signed into law by H.W. Bush, and here is their signature hidden in plain sight, the hidden hand of Freemasonry, displayed by this sinister and gloating looking individual. And you know what Freemasonry is a cover for now. Who do you think designed the guillotine in the first place? This guy, Joseph Guillotine, a Freemason. Still don't believe in the prophecies of Jesus Christ? You still in denial? Last night I dreamt about how things
Well, that's why the director was murdered. And his wife, daughter, and dog. I think of them often. And sometimes when I need spiritual sobering up, I think of that fateful and evil night where that beautiful Christian family were brutally eliminated. If you think he wasn't onto something, well, he paid the greatest price to share this with you. Prophecy will be fulfilled. Listen to the words that come right after the execution by guillotine scripture in the Gospels. And I saw those who were such that they did not worship the beast, nor his image, and did not receive his mark of identification upon their forehead and hand. Remember this mark in the video? I'm not saying that the director knew what the mark would be, but based on the symbology, he knew who would be behind it. Look at the triangular symbol of the Freemasons. The Masonic triangle around the eye and the Brotherhood of Saturn. Now look at the front cover of the book written by New Age author Maurice Nichol. The mark. Same symbol. Identical to the symbol used by J.K. Rowling who said its design was inspired by the Freemasons. Who has this tattoo which represents the Baphomet. Well, Solve Coagula is the process in which they will bring this new world system to life. It's identical to the Masonic motto of order out of chaos. Solve means dissolve or destroy. And coagula means to bring the elements back together into a new and higher form. A new and higher system. Jesus described it as the beast system and one way or another we will be marked as a form of identification in order to participate. But first, chaos must ensue. A deep Masonic truth, which is mostly true anyway, is that destruction precedes construction. It's like having to destroy a tree in order to create a table. The same principle applies to creating the new age. That's why I know that the process which involves the creation of a new system must involve the destruction of this one. Now, this is the last referenced work I'm going to use to show you who will be the, the head of that system, that one world government. A book by David Spangler, considered as one of the founding fathers of the modern new age. He also has an intimate relationship with the United Nations as shown in 1975 document which was uploaded to the UN archives in 2006. Now please pause to confirm that. Where you can find his name listed under the board of directors for the Planetary Citizens Group. In his book, Reflections on the Christ, David Spangler, remember one of the founding fathers of the New Age and a member of the board of directors in a United Nations sanctioned program, repeatedly upholds and honours the entity known as Lucifer. He tells us all about what is required to step into the new age. Well, mainly what's required is a new understanding of the angel Lucifer. He writes that when this great project of evolution began, man went forth as consciousness to learn his divinity and Lucifer went with him. It is important to see that Lucifer described as an angel, a being, a great and mighty planetary consciousness. He says that, just like in Halloween and trick-or-treat, if the person offers a treat to Lucifer who knocks on his door 
And the person says to Lucifer, come in and I will give to you the treat of my love and understanding and I will uplift you in the light and presence of the Christ. Christ meaning my outflow. Then Lucifer becomes that being who carries the ultimate treat, the light of wisdom. Lucifer represents experience. Lucifer is literally the angel of experience. The Luciferic element becomes the true revealer of light, the angel of light. The light that reveals to us the path to the Christ comes from Lucifer. The Christ that he refers to obviously is the Antichrist spirit, who will eventually manifest on earth as one man. But for some odd reason on page 60, he feels compelled to clarify that he was only joking once when he said, maybe to enter the new age, we all need to take a Luciferic initiation. Well, that's definitely no joke. That's right. Lucifer is the savior of the secret societies. The solar system was the manifestation of the consciousness of a very great being known as the solar logos. And if we go back to the secret society of the Brotherhood of Saturn, we read that mankind will be able to take a measure of egocentric power from the solar logos. In this way, Lucifer is the savior of humankind. Do you see who you're dealing with? These are the people above you, the rich, powerful, influential, overflowing in all areas of those who are steering society and they're about to reach their destination. Who showed you? Who told you? Who warned you? Jesus Christ did. Ah, oh, those pesky Christians. In the animation flushed away, the villain Toad conspires to genocide all the rats in the sewer world and replace them with a superior species, a new species. No one is aware except for this one rat who's briefly seen in the beginning. He's a Christian rat, a nut job, carrying around a plaque, as some real-life Christians used to, warning everyone of the impending doom that is upon them. What's the twist that's hidden in plain sight for no one to see? Well, the villain Toad, planning the new age, wears the ring of a Freemason. This ring. And he wears it exactly on the finger that a Master Mason should. It is worn on the third finger of the right hand. There is one who predicted it all. And they know that. That's why he's been so thoroughly discredited, or so it seems. Yes, the nutjob Christian was right all along. Remember one last thing before I close. From Masonic New Age author Christopher Heyer, who spoke of the well-planned-for and long-awaited invocation of the Prime Minister of the World, when he wrote in his book, A Massive Truth That I Wish With All My Being That You Would Grasp. Both satanic cults and Christian fundamentalists are closer to seeing the truth than most normal people. The world has always been at war, a spiritual war from the beginning. And if you don't know it, then you're losing the battle. The gospel tell us so accurately that the enemy we wrestle against is not made of flesh and blood, but it is made of spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. That's where the real war is being waged. In the spirit. And now that we know what secret societies are and what they've tapped into, we can rest assured that that statement from the Gospels is true. That's why the common denominator between all of the secret societies is the anti-Christian sentiment. You need to ask yourself why. Why the negative obsession with Christianity? It's not as if Christians run the game. Freemasons have banned Bibles from schools. 
They teach evolution as a fact. Pornography is thriving. There are no Christian protesters left. Homosexuality is rampant and protected. And Christianity is buckled. Which church preaches against Freemasonry? Which church is telling you about Satan and his hidden church, which has permeated every vein of society? So why do they hate Jesus if they're at the top of their game? Because Jesus Christ is real. That's why. And he left us left us prophecy that they can't escape. See, the more they win, the more they fall into the hands of the prophecies of Jesus and his gospels. What a blessing for you. Those who would grasp this as truth. What good news for you. And what a terrifying conundrum for them. If you've come this far and you still don't care or still unwilling to trust, then you deserve what's coming as a law of nature. Because you've been warned of all of it. The one world government clearly on its way. Cashless society, inevitable. The mark that each person will receive, without which you won't be able to buy or sell or participate in this world. And the manifestation of the name, the number of the name of the one who will implement this system. 666. All of it, all of it is coming to pass. Inescapable we are from him. Everything and everyone will fall back into his hands where he will finally separate the goats from the sheep. Now watch the Bible destroy Freemasonry like no other book in two minutes. Regarding their lodges and obelisks, their heart is faithless. Now they must bear their guilt. The Lord will break down their altars and destroy their sacred obelisks. And speaking of the bloodline that gave birth to Jesus, God says, You shall not set up for yourselves a sacred pillar, which the Lord God hates. See what you're up against, Freemasonry? While Freemasonry meets and speaks in darkness and secret, Jesus said, I have spoken openly for all the world to hear, and in secret I have said nothing. Freemasons are known as builders. Well, the stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. Everyone who falls on that stone will be dashed to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. Every Masonic Lodge is built so that all the members face the east. Who are these men with their backs toward the temple, facing the east and worshipping the sun? It is detestable. Freemasonry does evil in secret with their hidden hand, but they blow a trumpet over the hand that does good. But Jesus says, when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing. Your good deed must be in secret, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. You can't become a Mason if you're broke, blind, maimed, or have a criminal record. Jesus said, but when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Freemasonry takes pride in its secret rituals and is hungry to rule the world. The Gospels say that their destiny is destruction. They make appetite their God. They take pride in what should bring shame. Their minds are set on earthly things. Freemasonry believes that the light is but darkness visible. The Bible says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light. And Jesus further said, If therefore the light which is in you be darkness, how great a darkness that would be. Freemasons spend their whole lives taking gruesome oaths of secrecy. Jesus said, But above all things, above all things, my brethren, 
Stop this, the practice of putting yourselves under oath. Freemasonry is built upon a hierarchical system, a pyramidal system. Jesus said, for everyone who exalts themselves will be humbled, and whoever humbles themselves will be exalted. We could go on and on, but we're going to end on this one. Exclusively written for the practices in the lodge room of political Freemasonry. A troublemaker and a villain who goes about with a corrupt mouth, who winks with his eye, signals with his feet, and teaches with his fingers, who plots evil with deceit in his heart. He always stirs up conflict. Therefore, the disaster will overtake him. He will suddenly be destroyed. That is Freemasonry through and through. And apart from the man in the mirror, prior to your baptism of the Holy Spirit, Freemasonry is the villain. They do go about with a corrupt mouth as they are sworn to secrecy. They do proverbially wink with the eye, making the one eye. They most certainly signal with their feet and teach with their hands and fingers in the lodge, I can vouch. And they do plot evil, stir up conflict in order to further their goal of the new age and the new world order, the greatest conflict being up ahead. But thank God Almighty above. The verse also tells us that disaster will overtake them. And they will be destroyed. One frightful and glorious day. You can count on that. Because the only thing you can count on in this world, more than death, more than taxes, is the Son of God. This is it. This is the last shock. And by far the biggest if you ever needed intellectual proof that Jesus Christ is real and living right now, this is it. If Jesus and the Gospels weren't true, then Luciferians wouldn't be running the world. Atheists would, or some other version of modern man. Anyone, but not Satanists. Not the passionate enemies of Jesus. If Jesus wasn't real, then so-called Satanists would be scattered here and there over the world in little local covens, by silly teenagers rebelling against society and living in their own la-la land with their own little make-believe devils, being make-believe rebels. But no, people who believe that Lucifer is God run the world from top to bottom. They are dedicated to the core. They're highly sophisticated. They make the movies. They star in the movies. They write the songs. They sing and dance. They are worshipped as idols. They set trends, they live large, and they practice witchcraft. Complete with sex magic and blood sacrifices. Why? Why do they do that? Why would they bother? Because witchcraft is real and has been since before civilization began, hidden from the vile multitude who have been stupefied by propaganda to the point that they don't believe in anything anymore. And who waged a war on witchcraft on your behalf? God did. The God of the Bible. If Jesus wasn't real, Luciferians wouldn't be building their paradise on earth. Atheists would. If Jesus wasn't real, Luciferians wouldn't be passionately hating him to the point of keeping their existence hidden under penalties of torture and death. Lo and behold, in the 21st century, yes, 
If Jesus was a myth, Luciferians wouldn't be working overtime to inadvertently fulfill every prophecy that Jesus gave us. Can anybody read me? What part of Jesus foretold a worldwide cashless system, a worldwide government and a worldwide religion do you not get? If Jesus wasn't real, why do former Satanists freely admit that, the, that only the true Christians are immune to witchcraft? They have no power over the disciples of Jesus. How is that possible? And what about this one that's been going around? If the Gospels were written by the Catholic Church in order to control people, then why didn't they include a Pope in the Scriptures? There's no Pope here. Why didn't they include instructions to obey the priests? There's no priests in the New Testament, except for God himself and all his disciples. We're all priests. If the Gospels were an invention of the Catholic Church, why does Jesus say to call no man father except your father in heaven? Yet every priest holds the title of father. If the Gospels were an invention of the Catholic Church to control people, why were only priests allowed to own a Bible and not the common people? Why did they burn William Tyndale at the stake, a Christian scholar who translated the Bible into English? Are you with me? Please help me understand how you don't believe in Jesus when even your enemies, the high-ranking Freemasons, think that you're stupid for not believing in Satan. There was the first shock, which was the fact that an international secret society exists at all, and that all people in power, prominence, celebrities, they're members of it. That was the first shock. The second shock was the oaths they take and the rituals they perform. Decapitated heads, brains exposed to the sun, drinking wine from human beings, skulls all done by the people you respect the most. Pretty shocking if you have any brains left in your skull and heart left in your ribcage. The third shock was the reason they took the oaths and performed the rituals. And that reason is that the secret society they all belong to is in fact Satanism. The fourth shock was the details of witchcraft and the details of the new satanic age, the Saturnian kingdom, where billions are planned for death to pave the way for a spiritual and technological utopia. But do you know what the biggest shock of all is? The shock that surpasses all of them combined. It's Jesus. Jesus is the shock. He's the shockwave, the reality and truth of him because that changes everything. He changes everything. The greatest news you could never think up, that God left his abode to come here, a form of hell, manifest on earth, to be ridiculed and executed to save our sorry asses by taking a bullet for us. Don't worry, his second coming won't be so sacrificial. Better start fearing like you fear a cop and like you fear a judge. Oh, I know you tremble in front of them. But you don't fear God? Oh, how we love the darkness and sin. You, possibly you, loved gossip. You loved sex and porn. You loved sodomy. You couldn't stop lying. You couldn't stop cussing. You loved your idols, singers, actors, sports people, sports teams. Putting people who fart, smell and eventually die on a pedestal. You just couldn't cut yourself off from the ways of the world. Purity? Who wants to be pure? I have to be pure? I have to live holy? Stop sinning? That's so boring. What kind of God is this? To hell with that God. Well, 
Do you like filth in your home? Do you? Do you like filth on your carpet, on your clothes, on your face? Do you invite filthy guests over and give them a share in all your belongings and all your power? Do you give them the keys to your house and car? No, you don't. But the Creator, who has the greatest house of all, he should. We can barely earn a thousand bucks a week. And we don't give that away to anyone. But now God should share his wealth with you, the unclean, the unrepentant. Is it too much to ask your filthy guests to clean up before they enter? To watch their mouths, to control their willy? Is that too much to ask? Oh, but if God was real, what about all the children that die? What about them? What are you doing about them? Are you still stuck on which phone you're going to upgrade to or what's for dinner? Why don't you leave your abode, your luxuries and your loved ones and risk it all to go save some children yourself? Oh, but what about all those who've never heard of Jesus? Let me ask you, what's your excuse? I know they have one, but what's yours? You've heard of him. Every morning you wake up and look at the calendar is a testament to his name because it's 2021 in Australia. It's 2021 in Brazil. It's 2021 in China. It's 2021 in every single, every single country in the world. So let me ask you, 2021 years since what? Like I said, just waking up in the morning and knowing what day it is, is a testament to him. But if God was real, why wouldn't he just show himself? Show himself to who? To you? You can't even get on your knees and repent. You can't even hate sin and scream out to him. So why would he? How do I get the girl if I don't ask her out? And if I do, maybe she rejects me the first time and the second. How bad do I want her? How hard will I try? Most haven't even knocked on his door. Well, I did. I just kept knocking and knocking. And then I started banging and banging. I refused to leave his porch. I lay there like a hungry puppy. But even when he answered the door, I did the runner. Because he was too big for me. And I loved sin a little too much. Yet he still left the light on for me. But here's the craziest part about people who ask me why he doesn't just show himself the way they'd like him to. Their hearts have been so hardened that even if he did appear to them, in two weeks they would go back to being their old self and he knows that. That's why. They might even forget it ever happened. Oh, that was just a crazy day. That was probably all in my head. Oh, how we love to make excuses. But if God was real, what about all the other gods? What other gods? Did Buddha perform a miracle for you? Did he affect a plethora of witnesses? Were his followers stoned to death, sawn in half, eaten alive? Did historians of his era leave any trace of him? Did he prophesy all the kingdoms that would appear on earth? And in what order? Did he foretell of worldwide floods, of enemies that would despise his followers, use his name as a cusswood, and eventually attempt to set up a world kingdom? Did his appearance change the calendar from one end of the world to the other and predict that his appearance would in fact change the calendar? What did the prophet Muhammad do for you? Apart from stealing Jesus from billions of people and corrupting the Gospels, did he dedicate his entire life to sinlessness? Did he remain celibate so that his blood could make a difference in the hidden realm by the science of sacrifice, which is practiced in secret every day in order to shield your very soul? 
No, he didn't. Instead, he had 11 wives. One of them was nine years old, and he lived like a king, while the real king lived like a slave and died like one too and washed the feet of his disciples while demons trembled at his name and presence and still do. And let's not even bother with the other pagan gods, Osiris, Odin, Vishnu, all inventions of fertility cults that worship the sun, sex, genitals, death, destruction, agricultural religions. Did anyone else apart from Jesus Christ ever say the words, I am the truth? Have those words even ever come out of someone's mouth? I've heard of, I know the truth, I have the truth, but I am the truth? That doesn't even make sense. Unless truth itself was once upon a time born on earth as a man. Well, of course he's the truth. Where are all the heart-wrenching, knee-buckling testimonies about the indescribable power of this Holy Spirit? which comes in to sweep you off your feet and drown you in its tides, changing you forever. Where are all those testimonies? I'll tell you where they are. In the Christian column. That's where. Oh yeah, you, you'll get them here and there in every genre. But Christian testimonies simply outclips the rest. Where are all the life-changing, electrifying Hindu testimonies? The Muslim testimonies? A Muslim, Buddhist or a Jew on the street corner? Or from the proverbial rooftops, shouting the truth for all to hear, no matter the cost, because they love us that much, because he loves us that much. Where, where are they? And Freemason testimonies? Have you even heard of one of those? Satanic testimonies? You ever heard of one of those? A Freemason on his knees, sobbing from joy because of the overwhelming knowledge that Lucifer loves him? No Mason or Satanist has ever done or heard of such a thing. But the biggest cult in size is the cult of society. Where do you think the word culture comes from? And the TV, the doctors, the idols, the PhDs, the scientists, they are the priests of the cult of society. You atheists think you don't live in a religious world of your own, filled with daily rituals and daily worship? Even your beliefs require faith in what your priests teach you. Evolution, no proof. Age of the earth, no proof. Distance of the sun, all faith-based on what you are told by strangers. You can see the rings of Saturn with your telescopes, but you can't see the buggy on the moon that was left behind in 1969. Yet you still believe because you have faith. Don't you worry. No matter who you are, you live in a religious world because life is religion. And if you're still in the I'm not religious category, think again. You all worship something or someone. And your religion is futile. But for you, for the one, whoever you are, remember the advantage that evil has over good. A little good doesn't destroy evil, but a little bit of evil destroys all good. See this glass of water? One single drop of poison is enough to render the whole lot useless or deadly. That means that 99% of the goodness and purity of that water amounts to nothing, all because of one single drop. The whole glass is evil. And so it is with the human soul. You better believe it. Does anyone go out with a stain on their face or on their shirt? You think the soul can't be stained? Think about it. 
Just one lie makes you a liar. So you can't go where life is stained with death. Now in case someone thinks I'm playing the high and mighty role, I tell you this. I used to be a liar. I used to be a pervert. I used to be a drunkard. I used to smoke all kinds of poison. I used to have angry outbursts, use a filthy mouth, indulge in filthy humour. I used to. Past tense. But no more. He finally summoned me. He called my name for the last time. He took my dog, then my music. He took my band, broke it all, and broke me, flooded me clean. He sent for me. He woke me up from a deep sleep on a high-speed midnight highway with a whisper, an actual whisper in my ear, and only meters between me and a concrete wall with my name on it because he knew I had it in me. I had it in me to lay it all down, risk everything, so I can take a stand for him, for the Gospels, and for you. Well, this is me taking a stand. Brothers and sisters, I did all this for just one person, and I'll be hated and mocked, and worse maybe, so that that one, whoever you may be, will wage war on sin and believe. Don't let even one drop in. No matter what the distractions this evil world may place in your path in order to bury itself and its poison in your heart where it will take root and overpower the 99% goodness in you. Just like only a few find success in this world, even fewer will find the kingdom. It's far more difficult than winning X Factor or making a billion dollars or reaching a 33rd degree of a secret society. It's as difficult as loving your greatest enemy. And that's just about impossible. But if you can figure out how to do that, then you found the road to life. And I hope to see you soon. God love. Jesus wins.